anniversary that brings back like the the first zomb the first zombie the yeah man. that He's, that like, was clearly great. older and clearly I, like fatter. <laughs> I I had that. I I hated it. <laughs> oh no! I, I it's bad, but I love how incompetently bad. Yeah, it is. yeah, because they're they're they're. <laughs> I, I think they they did that in in order to to, to try and make it a cash cow. Well, yeah, because Night of the Living Dead is is public domain, so you can yeah. technically add whatever to it and and, and make sell it, your, it own. As your own. So yeah, huh. like we could we could do like a, a riff track on Night of the Living Dead for ourselves here and sell it. Yeah, as as something. All right, we should totally okay. do that one day. But until <laughs> then, everybody enjoy the central. We'll be right back. everybody welcome to another episode of the three geeks podcast what is so wonderful is that before we even went live we already had four likes on youtube so you guys <laughs> and, it, and it may or may 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 not have been us so you know uh no jason's mom is on it she's got like all the accounts. she's there click clacking making it happen we appreciate you oh by I the way happy I birthday mom. my mom could do oh, yeah. <laughs> happy birthday mike's mom yay Oh, for real. Happy birthday. Such a lovely woman. Uh, she is the very best. Indeed. Uh, happy birthday. Happy birthday. Absolutely. Absolutely. Everybody that is watching, listening, commenting, whatever you do, send us in, like, subscribe, all that fun stuff. Share this on social media. And if you're listening to us on the podcast, leave a little review down below and we appreciate it. In the meantime, uh, yeah. Not, so only there, we, not only do we appreciate it, we like desperately need it. Actually, now our reviews are pretty good. We actually are in the top five percent of all podcasts. So, yeah, Jason's mom, click clacking. How many podcasts are in the top five percent of podcasts? I don't know. It's based on iTunes reviews, and we have like forty-five. Is that that? This kind of begs the question. That's all. In, in the demographic of podcasts, yes, yes. Like, <laughs> Uh, joining us around 12.30 will be Tim Bicegel, so I will save Star Wars talk for later in the show. And then for the 1 o'clock hour, we have Justin and I, two of our favorite guests from last year, April Rose, Gabriella, and uh, Kulik. So join us for that. Uh, so much to talk to. So, so much happened because we took last week off for the Super Bowl. And I'm um, sorry the Bengals didn't win, but it was close. The Bengals <laughs> showed that they were a force to be reckoned with. Not that I care, but I know a lot of you out there do care. It was a decent game. I was happy yeah, for a enough. decent game and a decent halftime show. Like it was, it was all right. There were some good commercials in there, and uh, you know, like what more can you ask for from the Super Bowl? I was just waiting for the halftime show to be over, so I didn't have to watch it anymore. Oh yeah, dude, I, I understand how <laughs> you would feel that way. Um, yeah. On the darker side of things, we all loved it though. <laughs> <laughs> 
that's fair, man. My dad was so excited to watch the uh, the Bengals. And uh, you know what's funny is right as the Super Bowl started, somebody I haven't seen in a very long time knocked on my parents' door. It was Selwyn. He walked in right as the halftime show was starting. <laughs> All right. Which is so fitting. So yeah. Fitting. <laughs> and you guys kicked him out right after that. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I like guys. I'm leaving. I'm done with the sports thing. <laughs> but uh, anyway, ball makes no sense to me. When are they going to hit a home run? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we live in a society where you know you, you turn on the news, you don't necessarily know what you're going to get. Like you get so much just feedback, but there is still one consistency in the world that you can count on to be exactly what you expect it to be and that was jackass forever i saw this movie three times so far in the theater and i have laughed my ass off every single time these guys they really show up jackass 4 is probably some of the more riskier stuff that they've done so far and if you if you're going and you can loosen up a little bit and have some fun in the theater and kick back and maybe laugh and talk a little bit with the rest of the people in the theater. This is a fun experience if you're into this sort of thing. If male nudity, you say there's not enough male nudity in cinema, right here. There is a Jackass lot is, is, uh, of male to... nudity. <laughs> they, are, they are upping the ratio for sure. Steve-O <laughs> Steve may make most men feel bad because the dude's kind of hung. But uh, don't don't feel bad. Just be happy that you get to experience this awesome I mean, Probably. when a majority when a majority of your antics are crotch and or anal centered, like yeah, yeah like yeah. expect some nudity. So. <laughs> and and all of your your characters are men. I gotta say, there's no jackass. There there is a certain. I mean, I'm glad people are gravitating to it now because they're older. So there's a certain curiosity of like, is this is what's gonna like permanently fuck them up for the next 30 years like i mean johnny knoxville stopped after he broke his dick on, you yeah. know on a motorbike or something you like that was and it was years before he did another thing so i'd be like yeah it, it's you gotta watch for that factor it's it was like yeah. watching brett Favre at the end of his career like is this the hit that, that... <laughs> I, took, I, I took my girlfriend to see it yesterday for the third time, and uh, she had never seen it. She's never seen Jackass. Oh wow! And she, oh, she wow. Had, so she she had a lot of fun. But uh, okay. as we we're leaving, sure. she's like, "You said these guys all have kids." I'm like, "A lot of a lot of them somehow have been able to reach." How do they still have viable sperm that works? They, they after froze all it. The shit they've done. They froze it. in 1994. Yeah, I just like <laughs> like the whiplash from you know the God's Not Dead series to this, right? Uh, I told her, I told her the, the next movie we see can be God's Not Dead 5 to kind of yeah, walk yeah, her one to this with me. Of course they'll make it. Now. We need to multiverse that. We oh, yeah. To, the God's Not her, Dead. Uh, Sorry, Jackass. <laughs> so <laughs> Kevin Sorbo plays God. <laughs> Everybody out there that is down, feeling bad, go watch Jackass. It's, I can prescribe it to you. It's going to make you laugh. These, it's just going to make you feel down. <laughs> It's funny. These guys are funny. Uh, Wee Man, uh, Preston, they're all back. And uh, even Bam, even Bam is in a sequence of this show. Granted, they cut out him talking, but right. you could see his face for like three seconds. So if you yeah. weren't going to see because Bam wasn't in it, Bam's in it. So, they're, yeah. Let's put they're sacrificing their quality of life for your enjoyment. So yes, it's ironic because the first two Jackass movies they were all blitzed, right? Like drugs and drinking. Because now on Jackass 3 and 4, they weren't allowed to be on drugs. It's like Bam wasn't in it. Yep. 
Yep, just goes to show you they they are just that crazy. It's yeah, not the drugs. Say, it's like the compulsion clearly had nothing to do with the uh, drugs. <laughs> when I give my rating for Jackass Four, keep in mind I'm rating the level of comedy, not the level of cinema. So don't <laughs> <Yeah>. judge me. <laughs> Jackass Forever <laughs> is a five out of five. Oh, I laughed. I, really I had a really bad time adjusting to the fact that they didn't use a dolly shot for when he pogo sticks on someone's nuts. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so you saw it too, Mike. I've seen clips of it. I've seen okay. parts of it. Yeah, that yeah. was hard. I, can't, I haven't been able to watch that at all. All three times I always turn away. But no, as far as comedy goes, it's a five out of five. You will laugh through the entire movie from start to finish, guaranteed. Unless you're uptight, then you won't. But, um, <laughs> Enjoy the movie. Good God! Yeah. <laughs> All right, I, uh, I'm happy still, they're still doing things that they love. You know, like that's. that's... <laughs> I mean, it's right up there with like, uh, the old freak shows of the old time. You know, like come see the geek or come see you know the strongest man alive. That type. It's right up there. It's just a little bit more accessible because. This is stuff you can do at home, which you shouldn't. You should not. <laughs> not do it. <laughs> I think they make it very clear that you are not yeah. to attempt anything you've seen. <laughs> it's like a five-minute bumper before it starts, isn't it? Right. Like... I did not mention they added a female cast member to the Jackass trope, uh, Rachel yeah. Wolfson, and okay. she is awesome in this. Very It'd be kind of cool if they got like. Here's here's what I'm curious about. It'd be kind of cool if they actually got like. Do they ever get like legit stunt people, like people in the industry? No, usually more. comedians. It's it's just comedians. Okay. Yeah. I was they got a whole. I mean, it's a lot of younger kids in this movie, but the older yeah. guys still do the work too. Okay, I, I was just wondering what it'd be like to get, like, say, Zoe Bell or someone like that in there. Like, mm. get Leonardo DiCaprio on the next Jackass movie. Make it happen, Knoxville. This movie's made like fifty million dollars. You guys can do it. No, 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 no. You got that wrong. You don't get Leo DiCaprio. You get his stunt man. His Brad stunt guy. Pitt. Oh, yes, get Brad Pitt. Well, I think they could probably get Brad Pitt. I bet he'd do it. <laughs> like, you can do the Ghostbusters remakes thing and, and, and just have, have... Hollywood joke, just whoosh, okay. <laughs> I was there, Mike. I got yeah, it. Yeah. Um, um, hold on, I'm looking for the name of the guy. Who played Laura Palmer's dad? Um, yeah, Ray Wise. They, he wanted to be in Jackass forever, but he got turned down. <laughs> no way! I'm pretty sure it's Ray Wise. Hold on, let me double check my facts. It would, it would have to be okay. His his only stunt would be: can he make his skull pop out of his face? Yeah, yeah, really. <laughs> he's he's got that degree of intensity to him. That's I want David do. Lynch to direct the next Jackass movie. Oh uh, well, we all want David Lynch to do more. Lynch stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm not I'm not sure the next Jackass movie, but something. <laughs> uh, can you imagine though? Like he'd actually go crazy with some of the stunts. He'd be like, okay. We're going to involve <laughs> a number two pencil. Go. A giant squid. Somebody would actually die on the set of a David Lynch yeah, really. Jackass movie. Oh. Actually, I kind of want to see that one now. Yeah. <laughs> David Lynch, Jackass Faces of Death. Laura Dern or Isabella Rossellini gets shot out of a cannon. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. That is funny. I'm looking for the fact check. But uh, while I look for that, let's talk um, Peacemaker. I know I got yes. yelled at on Friday yes. by Dan because I haven't finished the series yeah. yet, but I'm working on it. Oh, my God. It's so, so good. So, in turn, you made him watch. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Texas Here, watch, watch, watch Texas Chainsaw instead, Dan. You'll like it, Dan. <laughs> I didn't say you'd like it. I said watch it if you can. That's all I said, if you can. It sounds like, you know, it's supposed yeah, to be Yeah, it sounds good. like challenge accepted. Yeah. No, <laughs> oh, no, no. I, 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 I didn't see it as like watch it if you can. I was like, I was like watch it. It's good. You know, it's, it's, it's what, what I got. If I can, of course I can watch it, bitch. I'll watch right. the shit out of this. I had the wrong actor. It was Bruce Dern. Oh, oh, Bruce uh, Dern. Yeah, okay. Same challenge. Because Bruce Dern. <laughs> yeah. Bruce Dern wanted to be in Jackass forever. <laughs> Ray Wise. <laughs> oh, either one. Either one works. Bruce Dern is crazy enough to make it work. So, really turns his hair white. <laughs> uh, Peacemaker. Yes. Peacemaker is the shit. Peacemaker is great. I fucking love this whole series. Yeah. Um, I, I, are, they, are they already set for season two? I believe they are. Like, yeah. but like, but I, I, at the end of it, though, I was like, are they even making a season two? I really dug how it's like, okay, if they don't do anything else, this is just its own thing, and it's fucking awesome. Yeah. This is, like, old-timey James Gunn coming out, I I, I think, and that's that's great. Because he used to do uh, old trauma stuff, like, you know, Tromeo and Juliet. That was where and he this, got his... He's, he's from the trauma school of film. Yeah, yeah, and this 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 fits right in with that half the time. Well, James Gunn recently said he's finishing Guardians 3 and then he's going to shift his focus more to television, which I know he's working on like two more of these uh, DC spinoff series he's, things. He's going to fulfill the Disney obligation and then he's yeah. going to get to the stuff he likes. I <laughs> yeah. I mean, hey, like, you get to Guardians, but. And you know, DC needs him. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Some bad oh, blood a couple years back when he's like. Yeah. Okay. Um, no, it's, it's true. Like, like, the fucking DC needs yeah. this. Like, like they, this, this is better than like this show to me is better than like a lot of the Star Wars has come out recently. Uh, a lot of the fucking Disney um, Marvel shows. Like, yeah. this show yeah. is much yeah. better. And okay, oh, sorry. I was gonna say like like this doesn't take itself like like you know like. Like it's completely serious, you know. Like, like it, it's high entertainment. You will watch this, and you know. <laughs> but, like, but it also brings like you know, like you know like John Cena emoted in this, yeah. You know, like and, and it yeah. was believable. <laughs> it's like and, and like of course you know he's like crying about his dead eagle or something like that. But like it's. it's... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but I mean, cry about that. Uh, yeah, yeah. When I thought Eagly died, I, I was yeah. legitimately sad. <laughs> but, uh, Eagly's amazing, just like jumping into people's faces and stuff. Like, like yeah. it's so good. <laughs> Carrying your good helmet off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I thought, um, I thought but, the. Oh, go, go. Uh, I, I just, I loved it. I loved like that. You know, they're using characters that you've seen, like B characters from the movies. Yeah. Um, I liked the addition of Adebayo. Um, she was a great character, and oh, yeah. I mean, it's just like a bunch of good actors, and they've got good material. And holy yeah. shit, like, look what happened! <laughs> it seems oh. DC's willing to take risks now, they are now, they are now enough to kind of be like, we don't need to be just like Marvel with their brand synergy, and like, it's all one story. It's like, it's all one story, but let's have fun, let's take some of these other side stories off to weird territory, yeah. which Peacemaker feels like. Oh, yeah, like I, 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 oh, 
that's something we've been preaching. Sorry, that's something we've been preaching on this show for a long time is for DC to find its own niche, and I think feel like they are. I mean, with the Batman coming out and Joker, they're doing one-offs, and now they're doing something with James Gunn and allowing themselves to get a little bit more crazy and experimental than maybe Marvel would. I'm not going to compare one to the other because I don't want to get into that debate. But you know, I'm glad that we're getting something different from a different studio. We don't need it all to be the same because that's just ridiculous. Dan, sorry. Oh, you're good. No, I I thought like the the whole ensemble was great, but I I think the standout for me is Robert Patrick. Robert Patrick was the shit. That dude's uh, intense, man. Like, <laughs> you know, he's, he, he's like completely wrong, and and yet like he 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 shows up as as you know spoilers. He he, he shows up after he's dead, just the same way. <laughs> it's like man, that's that's dark oh <laughs> uh, yeah I'm, I'm wondering if we're gonna get like hairy scenes from dexter with with robert patrick <laughs> <laughs> um but no it was good like yeah robert patrick was excellent like yeah the, the, he plays with the white dragon the fucking white supremacist asshole who yeah. just happens to be a genius in making suits and stuff like that and and but like you know like he goes to jail and they're throwing up the, the, the hitler salutes and everything like that and like they didn't pull any punches. Like you, no, you don't like no. this guy, and like they, they oh, show no. you why you shouldn't like him. And and it, it's it, it it's really really good. I I love Peacemaker. I was so surprised. I thought it was going to be shitty. Oh, I didn't yeah. realize James Gunn was actually you know like doing <laughs> it was his yeah. baby. But uh, I was like, this is this is not going to go well. <laughs> and, and I was totally <laughs> wrong. I was one hundred percent wrong because you know like. But in Suicide Squad, you, you you meet the Peacemaker character, and you're like, okay, this is good. This works for this movie, and then he dies, yeah. and you're like, okay, like like that was fine. John Cena didn't like he didn't get to overstep. Like you, you don't you don't. Yeah. There's not too much John Cena as this character, and apparently there can't be because he's yeah. fucking awesome. Like <laughs> I, I want to see more Peacemaker. Yeah, I do. Yeah. I do like DC leaning adult too in their stuff. Yeah. Uh, absolutely. Fucking, I, I. That depends who's doing adult for DC because no, they no. made some uh, adult uh, adult animation ones that that are completely shit. So, well, and also that that's got subsections too because it's like yeah, it's of an course, adult animated movie. Um, most likely not going to be a good fit, but <laughs> like some of the adult anime, like I like the Harley Quinn series. That that stuff yeah. is fun, but. Yeah, I remember the uh, the the suicide or Suicide Squad movie that that we watched for uh, Oh Hell to Pay, um, Animaniacs. Yeah, with with the with the same strip club and and you know they 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 say fuck like three times so they can they can you know can like oh look it's it's it, it's a naughty movie now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's that's an example of try hard adulting. Yeah, try yeah, hard. yeah. Try hard adulting. <laughs> that sounds terrible. Yeah, that sounds <laughs> Like what put, put your baby like, through a window or something like sky art adulting. <laughs> like DC has kind of found the like balance, and it's like you expect over the top violence and shenanigans and gore in something like Peacemaker, where your yeah. lead isn't supposed to be a likable, relatable. For um, I mean, he's likable and relatable for different reasons, but he's not yeah. an altruistic hero. Like right. it, and... that, you expect that there. You don't expect it in say like a Superman animated movie where. He's like, I'm gonna get blitzed and say fuck. <laughs> and, and don't 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 forget the 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 interpretive dance as well. <laughs> oh yeah, the interpretive dance. 
that that is the greatest uh uh title sequence i've 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 seen it a long time. Like, <laughs> I, I could not watch that thing more than once. I watched <laughs> Look it. Look he's holding the little the judo master up and the eagle yes. moving around. <laughs> it's so good. Hello, everybody. Hi, Tim. I want to say Tim's here. Hey, hey. Yeah. howdy, howdy. We're going to talk Book of Boba Fett either before the interview or after the interview. So I decided to bring in a Star Wars expert or self-proclaimed expert. I was going to say, where's the expert? Because he's not here yet. Join our Book of Boba Fett chat. But, uh, you are about um, to say join our book club. I'm like, what? <laughs> we have a book club? <laughs> we meet twice a month. It's very secretive. Oh, apparently. This month we're reading Angela's Ashes. Really <laughs> great. <laughs> very depressing. Ooh. I bought the Razorcrest Lego. Um, it's awesome. Ooh. It comes with a, a, some guy in carbonite. It's fucking awesome. Some it guy in carbonite. Coming. <laughs> Ooh. Um, yeah, so we made we made a time last video, Justin and I, of uh, building um, the Rancor Pit of Jabba's Palace, and Jason's still yet to air the you know the footage, but uh, it, it is there. <laughs> uh, so we're gonna do this one next, and, and hopefully it's a little longer. The, the video turns out to be like forty five seconds. It took us like four yeah. hours to build. <laughs> <laughs> that was a really fast time lapse video. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, I just got that. I'm super excited. Hi, Kathleen. Hey, Kathleen. You do know I wouldn't that be guy. so quick to uh, to throw out your. Uh... <laughs> it's like, yeah, oh, well, now, the, you know. now the FBI is coming to talk to you. Yeah, yeah. There could be worse things. <laughs> what you guys? Uh, what do you guys rate it out of five? Uh, it's four out of five. I mean, it's not for everybody, but um, it's so good. Like you know, again, it's it's more adult. If you don't like, you know, like the the high end violence and and a lot of cussing and, you know, it's just, it's like same for the jackass crowd. Like if you're not gonna be into that, then like you're probably not gonna like this. But if if you are looking for a good solid fucking show, check out fucking Peacemaker. It is it is so awesome. I I like I laughed, I cried. It takes you everywhere on the whole range, and and they do it well. It's, there's like road tripping. There's there's all kinds of just yeah. good stuff in this. <laughs> Mike. Um. Well, I, I, at this point, I'd say it's like a solid three point five out of four. I I just started watching it at the beginning of last week, just because I knew the finale was coming up, and I'm with certain shows. I'm in this mentality of like, okay, I'll wait until it's all out and then try to get it all. And I've been enjoying it thus far, so which is why I felt. You know, adding in to like the conversation here, but yeah, three point five or four out of five for me. It's solid. Damn, uh, this was made for me, so it's it's a five out of five. Because <laughs> I, I as, as Max was 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 saying, I I, I do like you know uh, gratuitous gore and violence, and uh, it's 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 great. I I I feel like I'm I'm getting like uh, overlogged in in good stuff right now because I got Peacemaker and I think. Uh, today's episodes were, were were the end of uh, uh, Legend of Vox Machina, which, which I think is great. Oh, well. That is amazing. Yes, I'm loving that like, show too. And, 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 as, as someone who's who's like you know, listened to the, the 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 whole Critical Role podcast of that, like like the Briarwood fight went went just pretty close to the 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 way it did in the old in the their their campaign, and it's it's just like, wah, you know, like yeah. <laughs> I was really so, hoping. Oh, sorry, Dan. Oh, go go ahead. No, mine's not on top, topic. Oh, oh is it, 
gonna say so. So they're both gonna be canceled and never, never do anything else again yep, because it's something it. that I, 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 I completely love. So that's it. But at least, at least we had these. You know, like I. I oh yeah, like like, like I, I would be cool with that, honestly. I but but I do want more. Well, Dan, sure. you proclaimed your life, your love for it after they renewed it, so I think you're good. Oh, good. Okay, okay, that, nope. that's that's cool. No, nope. oh, actually, this just <laughs> in. Um, <laughs> they, they were waiting. The Three Geeks podcast but, Peacemaker was canceled. It's like yep, uh, yep, it's they're like waiting. Slacker. They're just waiting on Dan's report. They're like, oh, he liked it. Shut it down. I watched watched the first two episodes of Swamp Thing. I'm like, oh yeah, this is great. And canceled. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I there was one news story that really made me excited this week, and that was that we're finally getting Star Trek Four with the uh, the new cast. And I'm glad that we're not breaking this cast up. I like this cast. I want more movies with this cast. And I really wish Scott was here so we could fight about it. But I love all three more of JJ the Trek. Trek films, and I can't wait for the fourth one. I kind of okay. wonder how they're going to address uh, the Yelchin situation. Yeah, how they're going to replace him? Yeah, uh, they're going to replace him. like just replace him. Yeah, sadly. He's a yeah. dude. They could just get another actor and have him play that guy. Like, I mean, I, somebody I'm, else. Yeah, I don't, I don't want CGI Anton Yelchin face. That's oh, yeah, no. that, 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 no. that's true. <laughs> if that's an option, no, please don't do that. But I mean, like, Meryl Streep. Meryl Streep could play him. Oh my god! She can do anything. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. Or yeah, but <clears throat> I, I don't understand why people are like, okay, like this actor is now this character, yeah, and then yeah. forevermore, no one else can play this character. Like, I, I kind of get it just because when you when you're shooting a movie, and especially if you're shooting like a series of movies, you know, with the same cast and the same production crew that's established and so forth, like there there is a certain camaraderie that I'm sure develops yeah. between cast and crew of a regular series like that. So it might not be necessarily from a storytelling standpoint, might not be that big an issue to just be like, get someone new. But in terms of like, say a sense of respect for their, their coworker, their colleague, their friend, like, do we recast it? Do we find some way to work around it? Do we just omit the character altogether out of respect? Like that's what Christopher Nolan did. He was like, I wanted to do, perhaps another movie with Joker, but I loved yeah. working with Heath so much that I couldn't imagine doing it with anybody else. So that's sure. why we got Dark Knight Rises instead of something else with the Joker. Like, <laughs> and yeah, sure. <laughs> it doesn't work for the fans, but we don't know those people. Oh, we, oh we Max, are you, are you talking the whole series? Because I, I I agree. No, no. no. <laughs> uh, I love the Dark Knight. And I love these letters Joker. Of, uh, but you know, it's like, he's dead. There. He's fucking dead. This isn't like insulting you. Like, okay, uh, I can hire this other guy for cheaper, and we're just gonna run with it. Like, no, he's dead. Like, I'm, there's nothing to be done about that. That doesn't mean your story has to suffer. Well, it's their story, and if that's the one they want to tell, right. then that's the one they want to yeah. tell. And I, I tend to agree with Mike. I think it's more difficult when it's when it's an established character and it's somebody that the fans have grown to see in that and have a respect for in that character. Like, I think that's why it's so hard to when you know, when we talked about CGI characters, when we talk about the, the Luke Skywalker situation in, in the book of Boba Fett and, 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 you know, the end of uh, Mandalorian season two, it, it's too hard, even though I personally would love to see like somebody like Sebastian Stan play that, or even the, the body double that they used, uh, Graham, oh goodness, his last name escapes me right now, but he looks very much like, uh, Mark Hamill. So I would rather use a lookalike, somebody that looks similar in that in that sentence or in that in that position rather, 
But I also understand where the hesitancy is to bring somebody in and recast that character because if it's somebody that that they're tied to. Now, however, and I'm going to say this and probably piss off a lot of Star Trek people, Yelchin's character, in my opinion, in Star Trek is a second tier character. Yeah, he is. So, so yeah. you know, uh, it's not as critical that he's not recast. If it was, if it were Spock, if it were Kirk, it would be more difficult if they were recast, especially at this point in the game. So, but I'm just saying, like, Abrams strikes me as that sentimental type of person that would be like, maybe we should not have Chekhov in there at all. Like, he just strikes me as that type of person. And from what I've gathered from those that cast essentially is like that they're, they're pretty close knit. So I can yeah. understand it being a difficult choice for them if they decide to proceed with it. But at the same time, it's like, yeah, you're right. He's not an essential primary lead. You can recast him. And right. that's probably what they might do. Cause money's I mean, you, good too. You could just add one of the, the, the crazy aliens from the first, you know, season of, of OG star Trek, you know, like, <laughs> I mean, cause, cause, cause you, you you did have a couple of them wandering around the bridge. So. Get, get the boss thing. Re- <laughs> yeah. recast, re, you know, we could recast him with, uh, you know, Don Toretto and have him come in and talk about family. And no, how this stop it. Family. Don't there's your, don't there's your, there's your, there's your, your crossover. Star Wars. He can fight Jar Jar. They can do a whole buddy. Uh, I, did, I did hear. <laughs> I thought we agreed. He's doomed. <laughs> No, I did. I did hear a fun little fan theory where uh, Dom Toretto is is one of the family members from Encanto, and his yeah. magical power is to do <laughs> car tricks, <laughs> and that's why the tricks get more and more crazy as he goes. <laughs> nice, uh, Jesse. You are one of my favorite coworkers, but um, see, I watched the Heroes Reborn series, and you can go back and listen to my review of that. And that just totally made Heroes like just blip from my mind because I was a uh, fan for the first oh, four yeah. seasons. But um, I, I see Quinto as Spock now. Like to me, Same. he is Spock. Like unfortunately, Leonard Nimoy's passed, and now we have this guy who did a great job as Spock <laughs> that we can look at and be like, "That's Spock." No, that's that's the other thing that gets me. And again, no no offense to Antoine Yelchin, uh, but like this is a, a recasting of the Star Trek characters. Like, how is it that we're so stuck on it? Yeah, I know. Like, <laughs> recast it already. So you're already the other guy. Technically, we have three. We have three Spocks because there's a Discovery yeah. Spock. So yeah, yeah. right. He's the other other guy. No. Bring right. back Walter Koenig. He can play uh, Chekhov in the bridge, oh and just, just don't even reference it. Just let him just, be there. They'll just de-age him. He spent too 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 long in the the you know the transporter for once, and he, he just came back old. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's <laughs> like, I, 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 I don't know. Transporter accident. <laughs> just put him, in a, just put him in a Snapchat filter the whole time, and you know, have baby face. He'll be fine. <laughs> like, what, what we got back did live long. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! Um, or do they off-screen kill his character? That's possible. I think either transfer or kill him, and then that way they have a, a plausible story point to go for. Yeah, because yeah. I'm sure they have some some usable archival footage somewhere. They could they could sure. you know carry fish. I'm just saying. I'm you just know, saying, archive. Oh, footage. that was terrible! No, <laughs> <laughs> I, I would rather you dismiss him with a di- line of dialogue than do that shit again. No, I, no. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm and I'm not advocating for one or the other. I'm just saying. Abram strikes me as that sentimental type of filmmaker yeah. who values his collaborations with people oh. and wants Rise to, of Skywalker. Yeah, that type of. Well, yeah, 
that type of stuff. I mean, that was the money. That was the money for him. He was just like, Fine. yeah, but I'm just saying, but that he's, he has opportunity to do the same thing where he can reach back and grab archival footage and, sure. put, you know, show the deceased character and as a make jump off say, point, make him say really weird lines. This was, right? this was JJ on rise of Skywalker. Hey, Disney's JJ. How many dump trucks of money? Six, make it eight. And we got a deal. Back them oh, all shit, up. Let's I'm go. getting eight dump trucks of money to make another Star Wars film. <laughs> Did I say eight? I, I meant eighteen. I'm sorry, you, the, the phone cut off there. Now you you could just cast somebody else and have him, you know, have have a cape on his face the whole time, <laughs> like like, oh. like Plan Nine. Yeah, <laughs> it'll be great. You want I should move the ship? Okay. <laughs> Do you need dental work done? <laughs> oh my goodness! <laughs> like two people got got that joke. Uh, of way, man, I know. We know. <laughs> Tim, we're on the wavelength. We got yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, it's fine. Speaking of MTV, not only did South Park. MTV creators signed huh? a deal with we were talking about mtv with jackass not only did the south park creators um <laughs> sign a deal there. with paramount <laughs> plus but mike judge has signed a deal with paramount plus and we are getting yep. beavis and butthead back as middle-aged men and i Again. cannot wait for this it, it could be good we'll see how it goes yeah. that yeah. beavis and butthead reboot a few years ago was pretty good it was I decent liked, yeah i enjoyed it when they tried to become zombie or uh, vampires, like in Twilight, because vampires get chicks, <laughs> they find a guy with hepatitis C and just let him bite them. So they're dying of Hep C, and they think they're turning into vampires, so the chicks will think they're cool. <sighs> Fantastic! Mike Mike Judge is a brilliant man. I like his yeah. movies a lot, and yeah. um, I'm glad we're getting more of these characters. Because going back and watching Beavis and Butthead as an adult, you can catch some more of the satire that oh, Mike yeah. Judge was throwing into it. So that was heavy. You need to bring yeah. back Daria, too. I'm sure they will. Oh, it's a matter of time, man. It's <laughs> got money. Make it rain. Bring back the Max. I mean. Yeah. Yeah. I'm right here. I never left. No. The Max. No, <laughs> sorry, no. <laughs> you're, sorry. You're a second tier Max. Max. Oh, uh, excuse you, sir. <laughs> you're the other. You're the other Max. The other other no, Max. No. No. Max oh, my God. Recast. Pretty sure yeah. I was around before. <laughs> I do like this. Will Beavis and Butthead work for Strickland Propane? Can Bobby Hill be their boss? I would love that. That would be great. Yes, this I, I have old man Hank roll in and, and yell at him every now and then. Yeah. It'd be really fun to see like the, the ways in which Bobby has become his father. You know, like... <laughs> Yeah, Bobby Hill, um, my cousin Philip, who's been on this show many times, and uh he he looked like Philip as a kid. So why and the dad looked like Philip's dad. So anytime I'd watch King of the Hill, I felt like I was watching Philip and his family. Yeah, 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 yeah really. That's nice. <laughs> <laughs> you wonder why my Phil's not around anymore, Jason. My quick <laughs> all right, guys. I'm gonna let you guys all geek out. Here we go. RK. Yes. Yes. God, I love that fucking show. Yeah. What a good show. I finished it this morning. I was like, this is awesome. Thank you for recommending it, Max. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I yeah. loved it. I was totally taken by surprise. I, you know, I, I started it thinking, hey, this is like a video game, yeah, you know, tie it, not your spin series or whatever. So that's that's not going to be good. And is B, a, you know, the, is it a free uh, the, to play game or League of Legends? Is it free to play or not? 
I think so. I have no idea. I've never played it. It Yeah, I've never played it either. So I'm like, this is cool. It makes me care about something I've never really invested in until yeah now. but it's yeah. cool to have a universe that like you know it's like oh well here's another thing you know it's like it, it seems like everything's like either star wars or or, yeah. or marvel you know like it, it's, it's nice to have something else <laughs> like and they really <laughs> built the world well like it's it's, it's and i cool love story. the animation i love it in that show like they yeah. do a lot of different things they use music, you know, like very well. It's it's so well done. It's, I, yeah, it's, it's soundtracked very well. I will agree. I'm about halfway through it, I believe. Um, but I've been watching it with my daughter, who who like binge watched it on Netflix. She, you know, she was so into it, and so I've been watching it, you know, an episode here and there with her. But what I've watched so far, I've really enjoyed, and and I'm excited to see the finale of it. Oh, dude, yeah, just wait. Just wait. <laughs> so good. And then, like, they have to make a season two. Like, if they don't make a season two, I'm going to cry. I'm, I'm, Dan, I'm, don't say I'm, how much you like it. Just shut up yeah, right yeah, now. Dan, don't just, say anything. I haven't watched it yet, so you're, you're, you're safe. Although I'm, I'm safe so far. Okay, since, since, since you guys <laughs> are right, gushing. Yeah, no, but if you do, just don't tell yeah. anyone how you feel. Like, unless you hate it. If you hate yeah. it, go ahead and let everyone know. I hate this show. Oh, man, it's terrible. Never make any more of it. Oh, look, it just got signed up for three seasons. Yay! <laughs> but no, our Arcane was so well done. And it's like, I mean, I, I I let it go by a few times. I was like, man, like League of Legends, what the hell is that? And they were pushing it kind of hard when it first came out. Yeah. And That's I was like, no, this is this is a trap. <laughs> but, <Yeah. laughs> I was wrong. I was totally wrong. I love that show. Yeah, I thought I thought we were going to get Netflixed with it too. So I was like, yeah, hmm, I don't know. And then my daughter watched it and she really enjoyed it. And and she's like, Dad, you got to watch this with me. You got to watch it. Gotta, I'm like, it was almost one of those things where I was like, fine, okay, whatever, just fine, we'll watch it. And then I was like, mm, this ain't so bad. <laughs> I mean, like it's almost better when you come in with that attitude. You like, yeah, like, it, yeah. It just makes it so the much bar better. the bar was so low I could have tripped over it. I was not yeah. expecting much of anything, but after each episode the bar kept going up and up because that's what they did throughout and the episodes. Like, Is James Cameron around here somewhere? <laughs> <laughs> but to avatar this thing. Speaking, speaking of James Cameron though, it's like I wonder how long we're gonna have to wait if they're if they're gonna continue with another season, which they most likely will, because apparently I read somewhere like it takes them a week to do four seconds of animation. Yeah. So I mean, hey, you like take your time, you know. Like take I, <laughs> I think the people rush. who really enjoy the show aren't gonna aren't gonna want you to rush it. They're gonna want, yeah. They're gonna they've already set the bar as to what the, the standard is for the quality of the show that they're putting forward. So anything less, the fans won't be happy with. So take your time, get it out, do it right. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm always an advocate for that. I I don't yeah. see why you should try to put out a mediocre product product because it's it's not. It's no noticeable. one wants to see that. Yeah, yeah, it's and, noticeable, and, and 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 also it's just like if you do the first thing so well, and yeah. then you put out this crap afterwards, it's just like it's you know it's ugh that that that, that turns me way off. It's just, it's just ugh. I get it, mm-hmm. yeah. But yeah, no, Arcane is the shit. I love it. Um, it's fine. Okay, no, go finish, finish it. No, that, I I I was done. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, I... he's done. He's tapping out. He's over. I'm ashamed I didn't bring this up at the beginning of the show, and um, we lost a tragic 
um, director. I mean, this this sucks. It hit home. But as well, we get older, this is going to happen. Comedic director, but yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's, he's not a tragic yeah, director. Sorry, it, yeah. it is tragic we it's lost. It's tragic that we lost this director. Uh, Ivan Reitman is one of the reasons I love movies the way I do. Yeah. Uh, from watching the first Ghostbusters, even though yeah. I might have seen Ghostbusters two first, I can't remember. But um, I freaking loved Ivan Reitman. I mean, uh, he did stop and my mom would shoot. That wasn't one of my favorites, but. You know, we we all can mess up every once we'll, in a while. We'll you know? forgive him for that one. But um, he, he directed a movie I saw so many times in high school with my friends, which was Evolution. Oh God! Hey, I, <laughs> I, I was bad for Evolution, man. That I, movie I, is I fantastic. That movie. Yeah. yeah. That movie grew on me. The first time I watched it, I thought it was the dumbest, stupidest thing I'd ever seen, and I refused to ever watch it again. And then I watched it again with some friends, and I laughed my head off, uh, especially. There's a couple like lines in there. Um, That's what we're playing. Know. Orlando. I Jones thought we agreed that X Files guy, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, I I started buying Head and Shoulders. It was a Head and Shoulders, or was it was a Perk Plus? It was Head and head, Shoulders. Head and Shoulders. Yeah. Head and Shoulders. Like I started buying Head and Shoulders and using it after I watched that movie. I'd never used it before. Like, like <laughs> they got me. <laughs> I mean, his, uh, his resume as a director, Meatballs, Stripes, Ghostbusters, yeah. Twins, Ghostbusters 2, Kindergarten Cop, Dave, I mean, Jr., Evolution, um, Draft Day. I mean, he... Space Jam. Yeah. Well, yeah. producer, yeah. Produced Evolution. Yeah. <laughs> was he producer only on that one? Oh, I thought he was yeah, director. Yeah. Okay. Although his producer credits are equally as, like... <laughs> yeah. Equally as impressive. If Ivan Reitman was not around, we never would have known what a pregnant Schwarzenegger looks like, guys. I mean, that's an achievement in and of itself. Right. Yeah, that's, that's something everybody was. Yeah. Like, I have to see this in my lifetime. Pregnant right. Arnold Schwarzenegger. I, I, he definitely captured a certain kind of moment, especially in the 80s. Yeah. And like. It it just connected with everybody, whether it was Ghostbusters or whether it was, like you said, Meatballs or Stripes. Well, Stripes, you know, he knew how to collaborate with people because a lot yeah. of, of people would come back to work with him. Murray. And they're like, and you, when you have all-stars, like, you know, if you're working with Ackroyd and, and, and Murray and, and, and um, yeah, like, oh, okay, yeah, you know, like, like do, do something poorly. I dare you, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's got a lot of stuff right now in pre-production on his IMDb. He kept working. Like, he was working right up yeah, until yeah. he passed away. It's like, yeah. It, it was a surprise because, like, when they were doing a promotion for Ghostbusters Afterlife, like, he was actively involved. So you just assume that, you know, this guy's going to be around a long time. It's your time. It's your time. Yeah. yeah. Apparently. Sometimes you don't know when that ticket's going to get punched. Yeah. So but, I, wanna... I mean, if you look at him, mean, here's a guy who made the most of his time. I mean, you look at all the things that he did, all the movies that he was involved with, either as a, as a director, as a producer, you know, I mean, you go through that list uh, of things that he's been involved with. And, and most of it is the, the movies that we've all known and loved through the 80s, 90s, 2000s. I mean, he's he's got a just a crap load, you know, things there. You know, like I was just looking, I was surprised. I didn't know he was involved with the movie. I love you, man. With Paul mm-hmm. Rudd and, and Jason Siegel. I freaking love that movie. And you know, he's one of the executive producers on it. And it's like, oh, okay, cool. So low key, I will always love him outside of Ghostbusters and Stripes and stuff like that. I was all I will always love him for my guilty pleasure that is evolution. And <laughs> Dave. Like I genuinely love oh, Dave. Yeah. It's yeah, it show. was an awesome movie. So, what kind uh, of ice cream do you want? I don't care. It's for my ass. 
Mr. Reitman, the Three Geeks Podcast, want to present you with the uh, Xbox Achievement Award that we give to everybody who's lived a full, wonderful life without any controversy that we know of. And, any any uh, major controversy, anyway. So, thank you for the years of entertainment and for giving me Ghostbusters, which and yeah. animation and movies has been one of my favorite franchises. Uh, so, thank you. So, on a positive note, let's shift back into being uh, nerds. Are we going to talk about Star Wars? <laughs> are we, we going to talk about Texas Chainsaw? I mean, that's did, did I, I watch that for Star Wars and Texas Chainsaw? Yeah, <laughs> that, that sounds amazing. <laughs> All right, Dan, Mike, tell us why we shouldn't watch this Freddy, Fede Alvarez movie. Well, first, I'm going to make Dan start with positive. Dan, what's a positive from this movie that you enjoyed besides the ending? I mean, my TV didn't break when I was watching it. That I'm sure. I'm sure, like awesome. all the uh, the lighting guys and you yeah, know, like all the 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 caterers got paid and the guys yeah, got to feed yeah. their children. Like, okay, so it, it's it's got a decent like setting. Like, I I, I like the you know deserted town in the Texas. middle of nowhere, but but there's no yeah 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 take, all of Texas is, is is okay and it's rather large. <laughs> no, I mean like, the the. The deserted town is kind of cool. I mean, you don't get any backstory on it, really. Um, I I like that uh, the the dude playing Leatherface, whoever that was, looks the part with the old lady's face on his face. Although in some of the scenes, it looks like his face is melting a bit, which is yeah, kind yeah. kind of hilarious. Um, yeah, That's I always it. I always just wonder, like, does he have like a, a sewing kit on hand to sew the face onto himself at all times? Because that's some that's an adhesive face. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I, I think he he's supposed to just like put it on and not sew it. It it's just supposed to stick because it's I mean it's gooey terrible. Already. Like he he yeah. he lands in the, he lands in that pool of water and stuff. And oh yeah, yeah. It never comes off. Like, yeah. Um, I don't have a lot. I I, I saw the original. Hmm. Love the original for what it is. Like two a lot. And then saw snippets here and there of the others. I'm just like, whatever. I don't expect a lot from Texas Chainsaw as a franchise overall. Yeah. Uh, this one, it's dumb. It's not good. Uh, but there were some enjoyable and funny moments yeah. for me. That looks uncomfortable. Yeah. I'm going to say that this is slightly better than that one they made a couple years ago where it turns out that uh, his, his niece comes to uh, like the 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 family house and mm -hmm. finds him in the basement and then has to raise him. That, that was terrible. I'm curious, uh, Dan, I'm curious. Yeah. Do you feel the Texas chainsaw movies work better when there is a family involved? Yes. Yes. Okay. Because it's, it's creepy and awesome that way. And like, everyone's in even except for the victims. It's like, yeah. like my, my favorite ones are the first one, the, the second one and uh, next generation. We hated Next Generation. Like, hate next, with that next Generation is 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 Matthew is fun. Come on, I, yeah, Matthew McConaughey is amazing in that one. <laughs> we needed we needed a trash humper grandpa in this. We yeah, needed yeah, dude, yeah, clearly weird old man makeup. Yeah, we we need you need a dinner scene where where somebody is isn't isn't in, in in you know close threat of being eaten. <laughs> You need you need Dennis Hopper with with a chainsaw, just saying, "Bring it down, bring it all down." You know, how do you, how do you feel about the Sally character coming back, a la Laurie Strode? That was cool, and then she does absolutely nothing. Yeah, and that like, was not cool. 
I was kind of curious, like, why did this character stick around Texas after the events of the first movie? But yeah, okay. and I mean, they, they they tried to make her a badass, like, because that's all the rage after Halloween. Yeah, I mean, yeah. this this is just as bad as uh, I I don't I don't know if you've seen it, but uh, oh man, what's that horrible exploitation flick from the um, I spit on your grave, deja vu. No, I haven't seen. I spit on your great deja vu. <laughs> yeah, they 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 bring the 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 original actor from the first one back, and it is it is not a good film by any means. But it it reminds me a lot of this one. Well, that's the, that's not the original actress though, because she died in the original. Yeah, South yeah, I, I I know, but but that, but I'm saying like it's like she kind of looks like her, but also like yeah. Weird. It's it's all the rage to bring the, the 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 original characters back and forget everything else that happened though. Yeah. It was. And it is. She's a tough old lady, though. Took yeah. Chains on the stomach and everything. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, you know. But when you're not Dennis Hopper, you can't have a chainsaw duel. <laughs> well, it wasn't a chainsaw duel. It was a shotgun versus chainsaw fight. And, and she still lost somehow. So. <laughs> how do you? How do you, how do you lose, lose when you have a shotgun? I'm because like, you're <laughs> right there, and, and and you talk to him in like, in, in, in his room. Okay, this this is the most confusing part of the film to me. Okay, she she, she goes up and she finds him and she's got the gun to him and she's like, "Look at me, say my name yeah, and, and stuff." That was weird. That was and like, he stands up and he walks past her out the door this, to the street with like, the chainsaw. You had a Go really ahead. bad night with a weird ass family. Like you don't have this deep seated like yeah with this guy. You're not Shaft, <laughs> but but okay. That, that then he, he he goes and threatens this 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 girl in a car. Then yeah, and, and then then the, the the old lady apparently just like followed Leatherface back down <laughs> out to the street. Then points the gun at him again and starts talking to him again. Yeah. It's like just shoot him. <laughs> you you got a pump shotgun. You know, it's, it's at least got it's at least got four or five shots in it. Come on. Oh my goodness. That's terrible. Yeah, <laughs> that's it, fucking it's awful. It's terrible writing. It, it's terrible. Uh, uh, it's not mise en scene, but it's it's you know using the the, the environment all shitty like. That's, mean, that's a, what I'm gonna call it. There's not many things that like trigger my like Marine Corps, like yeah. you know. But if you don't point your weapon at somebody, you're not gonna shoot. Okay, like that yeah. is not what you do. And you don't start asking a mute guy questions. Like, how many times have you seen him talk that wasn't like a guttural? Uh, uh, he, could, he could text or write something down, you know, like if she was really well on the answer. Because you're mute doesn't mean you're unable to communicate. Just put, put him in a sandwich board and have him write stuff. Yeah, you know, here's, like, a note, here's a notepad and pen. Please tell me. Right, I love the face on Jeopardy. Okay, so. Does yeah. she hold the shotgun on him and then hand him the patent pen, or does she hand him the patent pen? Well, you then you can pull throw the shotgun it and start asking questions. Throw the patent pen on, on on the ground, so so he has to drop the chainsaw. To well, pick you know, it hey, up. look, look, man, as notebook and pen guy, um, you see my <laughs> my notebook and pen right here. I yes. I'm offended if you throw notebooks and pens on the ground. Okay, like or, not... or do they have like the, the, the notepad at the end of the shotgun uh posted on a turnstile so yeah, you can write you on go. it and turn it to where she can see it <laughs> yes. and then you know it's like, it's like you know when you're background. when you're you're in in the marching band but you didn't memorize the music and you've got the little stand on it. Yeah. <laughs> it's like yeah. that. Just, just kinda... well, here ultimately this is why what what I liked about Jamie Lee Curtis in twenty eighteen Halloween, what worked yeah. about that is because 
they gave more depth to that whole interaction. Like yeah. she fixated on this on this person who terrorized her for years. And the ultimate irony of that whole movie is that he could care less. Like he's not out to get her. Yeah. He just does his thing. And she kind of takes offense to that, which kind of works in that film. Here it's like there yeah, there's nothing was really fully established as to a deep seated kind of rivalry yeah. between these two characters. And 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 speaking of like that, like nothing that that's presented in the film actually means anything at the end. Like like they 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 bring all these like you know kids yeah, out there and they're supposed yeah. to be like like dreamers and you know what whatever they you want know, to with their yeah with their newfangled you know electric cars and they don't like the Texans with guns and you know but they 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 all get butchered on a bus in like five minutes. Well, so ultimately that that that's pointless too because. I found it weird to kind of be like, okay, yeah. one of these characters is a survivor of a school shooting, but we're going to make her arc like she's not afraid of guns anymore. When it's like, yeah. this feels wildly out of place in this yeah. movie. Like, you want to give it this really serious subplot when we're about to just, like, decapitate people left and right. Like, it's like this. Choose a lane. It's like. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, like the writers, like, took parts of different movies, but didn't, like, put the right, you know, didn't, didn't match the right beginning to the ending. <laughs> it's, it's, it's like, like, all big squiggles all over the place. It's like, like, okay, Green Inferno has the, 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 the same kind of beginning, you know, with, with all these, you know, these kids are going to go out and help, help these poor guys in the jungle. <laughs> <laughs> and, and but at the end, you know, there, there's there's that 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 reckoning that comes. It's like, oh man, these guys didn't need help; they just needed food, and they're eating us. So <laughs> the, yeah, this wanna... doesn't have that. As you know, I'm not real big into to you know the slasher type of movies and yeah. things, but but I I would find it more realistic, I guess, if they would have a scene where like the bad guy with the chainsaw. Uh, has to be like, hold on a second. I need to add more bar oil or or fill up the yeah, gas tank. Yeah, yeah. Like that you know the or you know he's he's cutting through something. And he gets he gets the bar stuck and has to break it free on something. You know, it's, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. you never see him refilling. Well, I'm no, just saying that's, no, that's, that's, that's the escapism because ultimately in real life chainsaw is a terrible offensive weapon. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, oh yeah. Especially, especially going up a you know pump action shotgun it should be that should just be all. click click boom and done you know yeah. and you get, you're so satisfied when you when you, when you rack one back to like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <see>? like <laughs> you don't have to stop shooting <laughs> dan do i dare ask what's your rating out of five? Oh, this is bad i mean this is and not the good kind of bad it, yeah yeah like it's major sin is it's it's mostly just boring mm-hmm and that that's that's the worst. Yeah. So uh, this is gonna get a uh, one and a half. Better than I thought you were gonna give it. <laughs> no, no, because it doesn't Basically. deserve lower. Because lower things would be amazing. <laughs> it it gets a two for me just because I did laugh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Of certain situations, but he's right. It's boring, and. You don't really invest enough in characters to want to root for no. them at, at the end of the day. You're just kind of no. like whatever. But there were some set pieces that worked for me here and there. Oh, and some and uh, slap that spoiler thing up here, JT. <laughs> <laughs> the ending just really pissed me off <laughs> because okay, which one? So the, they, uh, the Nightmare on Elm Street ending or all the... three of them? <laughs> oh God, they fucking Lord of the Rings did. Yeah, kind of. Okay, so. Uh, they're they're fighting for some reason around this pool, 
that lo looks like it's full of, I, I don't know, like, you know, old radiator uh, junk or something. But anyway, so so Leatherface falls in there with, with the girl. You see the girl climb out. They, they don't take you under with, with, with the camera to see what the hell's going on. So how did that happen, first of all? Secondly... The, the two girls get back together, and then Leatherface pops out of the thing again, and she uppercuts him with, with, the, with the chainsaw. She doesn't stab him with it. She just goes, flap, and he, he falls into the pool again. And then they dead. leave because, of course, he's dead, right? And then it's, it, it's a nice sunny day, and there's, there, there's, there's no you know, sign of the rain or anything on, on the ground that was just happening. Right. They, they get into their, their new electric car with super drive thing i guess yeah and, and it drives itself yeah so 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 they 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 put it on autopilot or the the one girl puts it on autopilot while the other one's outside and uh leatherface comes running out and saws her head off so 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 the girl's just poking out of the 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 sunroof of, of <laughs> yeah of, of the self-driving car at the end it's going, ah! it's, really it's a small world it's so stupid it worked I, I kind of like that. Uh, <laughs> and then he goes home. Yeah. Because that house not? still be there. So sure. Yeah. Uh, at that uh, point, just get Franklin to wheel out in his wheelchair. And be like, yeah, yeah. Hi, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> like they, they get they get as many people as, as they could from all, all of the past Texas chainsaws. Cyborg Franklin. They all sing it's it's a small world. There, there, there you go. There we go. Well, you guys sold me. I can't wait to watch it. Um, yeah, it's a terrible movie. By all means, Jason, watch it. In I'm fact, watch it this it. weekend. I'm a completionist. I, for better or worse, I have to watch it because my mind will not let me not watch it. No, if, if Dan if Dan rates it between like 1.5 and two and three quarters, you know it's it's nigh unwatchable. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I can't wait to not watch it. Yeah, there, there you go. See? Me and Tim are in the same boat. Like, Tim, oh man, you guys got the right impression. <laughs> not, not that you would watch it anyway, Max. Yeah, but. yeah, no, that's definitely not my bag. But no, uh, it's not know, mine like, either. But I'm, I'm waiting on like, oh my god, like you have to watch this. I don't care if you don't like horror. You know, like that's yeah, uh, right. Yeah. Whenever Ooh. somebody says that, I'm like, okay, I'll give it a watch. And then right. Speaking of which, have you seen the I was trailers for, for the same? Nope? For what? I'm sorry. For for, for nope. Yep. Nope. Oh my god, I cannot wait. I'm I'm gonna go watch that one for sure. That, that looks amazing so yes. far. Like yes, I love the, I mean like I have to watch it just because of the title. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, um, because like when I when, when I, I, I saw the title of the movie, yeah, I was like, that's that's exactly what I thought um at, at the beginning of Get Out when when, yeah, when they yeah. have the most realistic scene in any horror movie ever. Um but I was just like, nope. No, that's a, you're not getting me like that. <laughs> I hate to break up this conversation. We will talk Star Wars as soon as our guests, um, we're done talking to our guests, but I want to take a two minute Sorry. break. I'm going to play Kulik's music video and we'll see you guys in two quick minutes. Flying, 
We're back with our guests. Uh, everybody needs to unmute themselves because I muted all of you during the video. I, How dare you? It is absolutely awesome to uh, have some guests on and play their video and have them head bobbing in the green room. Like, that's <laughs> fantastic. Uh, welcome to the show, guys. Uh, we'll just you guys bust them out like, uh, yeah, do you, do you rock out to your own music all yeah. the time? <laughs> yeah, I'd say... Uh, not the video so much. That's why I was kind of not in my head. Like I kind of release it and then let everybody else kind of watch it. But uh, we listen. The, the songs are so not old, but old to us, you know. So we've been doing that for like you know six it's, months now. It's in your nature, but also too, like I I always release music with the idea that like no one's gonna listen to it, so I have to love it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I have That's to because like if I release it, no one likes it, or if I release it and people do like it. I'm still gonna love what I did, so that's like that's why I'm no shame about bopping to my own stuff. <laughs> April, April, that dancing in that video though is fantastic. Yeah, I'm professional on TikTok dances, which I'm super proud of since it's so good for society and all. It wasn't satirical <laughs> whatsoever. No, no, <laughs> not even a little bit. No, 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 no. So how, how have you guys been? Uh, it's been about a year oh, since Justin and I talked to you guys. <laughs> Uh, yeah, oh, we've been good. Ellie's probably gonna bark a little bit. That's why we're just gonna make her scene. But yeah, we've been real good. Um, Jacob just released a record. I helped on a couple of those songs. I just released a single, a new single on Friday. Music video should come be coming out with that in a couple of days. Yep. So I'm really, I'm really excited about that. Yeah, um, the record's doing good. Music video's out. Um, 
making some content for that because it is such a digital world too. Yeah. So sure. spending a lot of time doing that. Um, but yeah, we're good. I'm working on, you know, the next album already and yeah. uh, trying working to finish on her it. album yeah. too. I have a full length album that I expect to have out by the end of the year. So oh, just, nice. Yeah. Just finishing up all those songs. I mean, some of them are as old as I started writing one in 2017, finally figured out the verses for it, but I was just so attached to the chorus. I was like, I can't let this one go. <laughs> so, you know, finally working on that. But yeah, so I'm excited to get it out. That's, that's yeah. kind of interesting too, though. You know, it's like, okay, um, you know, you, you you put together something, you're like, okay, this doesn't work, but this part I like, or I, I you know, I need to, to carry forward. And, uh, you know, maybe you're just waiting on a different perspective or something to, to make it all work. Like, how, how's that for, like, what's that kind of experience like? You know, I, I always, I have this, I have a love, I have a sorry I have a love yeah, relationship with it because like when I first write a song and I really love a part of it and I can't get the rest I'm like oh I failed you know I'm in my mind I'm like oh I failed so um when I can finally just have like the I try to give myself a second chance to be like no you haven't failed just just let it be for a minute you know because that's what I would tell someone else <laughs> so that advice is usually better than the advice I give myself but you know <laughs> let it be whatever and then I just always, it always comes back to me, this one melody and this one story that I was trying to write. And I realized since the chorus at that time was written about a past situation for the verses, I needed to reflect even more to have more closure about, you know, that, that exact story. So um, I actually really enjoyed it. And I love the song now. I'm so happy that it's a kind of a more complete thing. So um, it was a great experience to do. I didn't really expect to do it that way, but I look forward to kind of doing that with other songs that I have that are kind of not finished. I gotta say, I as somebody who follows you guys on Instagram, you guys seem to genuinely like hanging out with each other. I think, <laughs> I think it was um, uh, New Year's Eve that you guys were yeah. in New York. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You could tell that the working yeah. relationship. I, I will great. say it has been the most rewarding uh, relationship that yeah. I've ever had with a human being. Yeah, and uh, nice. it makes. Because what we do is very trying where like you're on cloud nine one day and the next day you're in a back alley getting like beat up. <laughs> that only happened once. <laughs> happens a few times throughout the year, to be honest. Yeah. But but no, it's, it's good to have somebody who also is doing the same thing so that you can kind of be like, you know, you can bounce ideas off of each other. You can also, you know, mental health wise, be like, hey, here's how I feel about this today. And be like, oh, remember, you know, I felt like that last week, but it'll pass. That yeah. kind of stuff. Yeah. Oh, and Ellie. Because, I got to put Ellie in the crate. All right. He's going to take care of Ellie because she's going to try to be the star of the interview. But yeah, like before, before I met Jake, like I was living in New York with a lot of artists, but I was the only one that actually was working full time as an artist, which, you know, in that intern, I was a freelancer. I was control of, in control of my own time. And, you know, at 25, that could go like either way, as far as like, mm -hmm. you know, the motivation and, you know, the drive uh, to, to have a schedule and things like that. So when I had first met Jake, he was doing the same thing. And I can actually be like, what is your routine? Like, what do you do? I'm talking about how mm -hmm. we didn't. Yeah. So it, it's been really helpful to actually like have somebody that's actually also available during the day and works during the day on music specifically and you know, you know, we've just optimized all of our projects by including the other one, which yeah. I don't think artists in general, especially now with like the egos blaring, I don't think people do that enough. Like, it, you know, you can all be at the top together. It's not like one person wins. So we're like big uh, proponents of that logic. Yeah. Nice. So absolutely. 
I, I like you said, you guys work a lot, but how do you know, like April or Kulik, how like if you're collaborating, like April, how do you know that you don't want to save it for your project? Like this fits better with what he's doing. Like how does that cross your mind? Sometimes it's hard when you're writing for other people, but to me, if my name's on it, I'm gonna make it the best I can. Even if I write one lyric or one melody or whatever, I want to make it the best I can. And and he's got a very specific sound. I think I'm forming a pretty specific sound. And a know. lot of times we don't like, you know, start a day and go from nothing and go, let's write a song and then not know who it's for or anything. Like I write very much by myself. She writes very much by herself. She gets it to 85% finished. Yeah. I get mine to 85% finished. And then when we work together it's like okay we know what we're doing it's like this is your project and now yeah. i'm here to clean up production and help with like we call it like sprinkles, sprinkles. like i add sprinkles <laughs> to the track you know like yeah. the ear candy nice. maybe change a word or two yeah. and she does the same thing where it's like where my songs is like okay like for instance the song the people i know don't like me like i had a chorus for that song that had so many words in it she was like just keep saying i don't like the people i know way more than you're doing it and i was like yeah great, that's way better. i think it's such a funny <laughs> thing like why wouldn't you just continually say that but yeah i think there's like a crucial moment too when you're a collaborator or collaborating um the important thing to learn is when to bring somebody and when to not like we've definitely struggled with like i've brought him in too early on songs that i have a very specific feeling towards and same or like production he's really very focused always on the production vision so mm -hmm. we we've kind of um been more recently even trying to hone in the best time to really collaborate and give that control up um because when you're a solo artist you have a very specific um perspective that needs to be consistent yeah or vision kind of yeah. thing yeah yeah i was curious uh like between the two of you since you do collaborate and offer ideas and kind of contributions to one another's music like are there primary influences that you all have in common or some musical influences that you pull a lot of ideas or inspiration from i think each of our projects has a specific energy or sound that we're going for like i know for april's when i'm producing there's specific uh influences like max martin productions like for pop productions for sure especially percussion yeah. but she also has this you know theatrical feel with strings and <laughs> Lots of vocals. i wouldn't say it's a specific artist or anything like that but we definitely reference certain songs we're like oh we you know this song feels like this song that's already out so how can we make it that but with you with, <laughs> you know and same with me too yeah, same yeah. thing where i'm like you know like oh i love this song by weezer you know, how can we make that sound like a Kulik song? Yeah. And, and like, by the time you're done with it, you're you're not like, it's totally a brand new thing. It's so yeah. cool. And then, I mean, we share musical influences for sure. Like, we both love Tom Petty, but he introduced me to Tom Petty, like, in a real way. Yeah. And you show me Keen. Which I like Keen. Keen. I love Keen. Keen. Nice. Good choice. Uh, love yeah. Keen. Great choice. What else? Who else do we both jointly like? We have a playlist called Yield Lemoyne on Spotify. <laughs> and it is ridiculous. And it's just songs that get us in a really good mood. It's definitely not musical it's inspiration, not, but it's a music. break. <laughs> we don't like great music like it. It has like like, hat. like who let the dogs out is on there. It's just it's just an amps to, to lighten things up. All right. Taking care of business too. Taking care of business. Yeah, just stupid like '90s hype up songs. Like we just love like that kind of genre. The '90s were good for the hype. 
for the hype songs. I feel like yeah. that was that was the era. <laughs> we're just goofy, like yeah. we're like goofy nerds who love music and dancing. Yeah, she loves dancing. <laughs> I, you dance. I, I stand there. She <laughs> <around>. <laughs> a little bit of movement is technically yeah. dancing. Like you yeah, don't have to true, do He's got the sway, right? <laughs> exactly, exactly. A little sway back and forth. It gets the job done. That's the so, headbang. You're fine. <laughs> yeah, right. I, I wanted to say that I, you know, I had an opportunity to listen to, uh, you know, a lot of your music over the last couple of months because there was the, um, he was involved with one of the, uh, the, um, oh goodness, my mind just went blank. Hey, this is a great question. I got it. Yeah, we're good. Uh, just coming up as soon as I think about it again. As soon as I think about it again, it's going to be fantastic. No, he was. Um, anyway, but, but we'll, we'll just scrap that half the question. Anyway, I've been listening to your music for a couple months now and I've really enjoyed it. But with the latest album, it seems like this is a very much more concise vision of what you're trying to do. You know, it's it seems to be more pointed in a, instead of generality pointed in a specific direction like this album is something that you know the everyone i know will die album is something that i can sit down and listen to without having to skip a song and for me that's always an impressive thing if i can just sit down and i can listen to it straight through for me that's fantastic so i you know was there an intent to have that a more of a, a tighter more constructed vision on this album yes before i released yelling in a quiet neighborhood before it and that one was i love that record love the title of the record love all the songs mm -hmm. but production wise was all over the place kind of on purpose where i was like i just want to do whatever every single song as if it's a single all right this song should be this this sounds like ed sheeran this sounds like Katy perry this sounds like right. used whatever and then this record i was like i want to go in a lane and i've loved emo alternative music my whole life and i was like let's just put me in that lane like i want to put myself in that lane and that feels different than somebody else telling you to go in that lane you know perfect yeah um and just as far as listening to the album through i always try to do that i mean the songs are pretty much on every album that i release in chronological order of how i write them so it it should tell the story by itself there's no like i need to tell a story it's okay i wrote all these songs in this order put them on like that you know so that's interesting. I mean, it's every now and then you move some around, like there's an acoustic song, Don't Think About Me. Like, I don't want to put that, you know, at the end of the record. Like, it makes mm -hmm. sense to put it in the middle. So, right. Definitely on purpose. It's good uh, stuff for sure. Thank you. Yeah, I was just going to ask you about, uh, like, when you release an album, like, how do you pick which song goes first? But, I, like, I guess if I wrote it first, that's what I'm playing first. Like, that that makes sense. But, uh, makes sense. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, no, it's, yeah, it's more honestly. of a, it's just the story arc. Like, because, all right, if I wasn't writing so personally about my life, then that wouldn't make sense. But it was pretty much from like the start of a certain time period, then all the things that were happening throughout mm -hmm. that year. And I was writing about them up until I was finished with the album. So it made sense to put it in order. If I was just writing, you know, not so personal of songs, then it wouldn't chronologically make sense anyway, then. Yeah, or, nice. yeah and it was such a short time period, too, that it, it, it kind of all falls within the same world, so it's kind of easier. Yeah, I like, think. I wrote the whole thing in, what, two months? Three months? Yeah, three months, probably. Three months, probably, because... Oh, nice. Yeah. Produced and everything, done. Yeah, like, we... They hauled ass on that record. <laughs> yeah, like, we there, there was a lot of stuff going on with her health-wise and in and out of hospitals, and I was, like, kind of like a caretaker at that point and i needed to get an album finished so i was writing songs basically having panic attacks <laughs> writing the basic oh, wow. okay. structure with a guitar 
garbage drums in my vocal. And then I sent it to Kevin Eisenman, the other producer on the whole record. He cleaned up the entire thing, sent it back to me, and then I would finish it. And then that's how we got the whole record done. Mm -hmm. So like, I would not have an album if it weren't for him. And I think he added a lot to the alternative modern alternative because if i think if i did it myself it would have sounded like a classic rock record because that's just what i write yeah he's so, okay he helped a lot he's like great with different guitar tones and like exactly. it, it, like the newest guitar tone that somebody's using on some song that's big like he knows it i don't know how yeah he knows a lot of producers he, too that are modern like he's 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 super he's helpful for both of us because yeah, he produces I mean, on yeah, all of he stuff was a too. producer on do you my first single bad habit um yeah. i would say 75 percent of the yeah. new record as yeah. well so yeah he's he works with awesome he, okay he doesn't give himself enough credit <laughs> yeah he still doesn't know he's a producer even yeah. though he's produced like yeah. for five years don't tell him you know don't don't tell him he's really phenomenal so yeah. we're lucky to have him in our corner definitely for sure so april you you brought up your song bad habits so let's talk about that for a quick second because by the way awesome Thank um you. <laughs> no, that's that song is awesome. I love when we had you on Pop Culture Addicts. We, we talked about the song "Do You" and how I I love songs with chord changes and where it, it kind of you're not expecting it and, it and it hits you. And I love with especially in Bad Habit where you go into the chorus, uh, and it it goes from the verse to the chorus. And there's that there's a there's a certain chord change there, and it it kind of is like ooh, yeah, <laughs> that's kind of nice. And then and then that that chorus, by the way, that's an earworm. Uh, Thank you. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not, I'm your bad habit, but don't, but it don't make me bad. Yeah. That's <laughs> the more you hear that in the song. I'm like, I'm, I'm yeah. So thank you. Yeah. Um, I love that song. It came out. It was something I started writing with Kevin a hundred years ago in Astoria in Queens. And, um, he kind of came up with the piano chords, uh, initially. And then I just started kind of like, I guess, I mean, there was just a lot on my mind at that time. And, I wasn't sure if that lyric made sense, but it made a lot of sense to me. Um, this whole idea of, you know, not being ashamed of trying to figure out what works for you and what doesn't. And I think oftentimes, whether it's in relationships or just in life, like certain situations that I mean, I this is just my personal experience. Like um, I can't speak for everyone, but I think like a lot of times like women get like strangely penalized for trying to like either, you know, date a little bit more or figure out their job circumstances or whatever it may be. And then it's like, Oh, she's a ditch. She doesn't know what she's doing. Right. You know, when, you know, when people around me that are, you know, guys or whatever, there's like a whole big thing of like, Oh yeah, he's a big shot or like, Oh yeah, he's doing this and he's doing this, you know? So at that time too, I was struggling with that as well as kind of like an on again, off again um, relationship, but, uh, it kind of came full circle because I've been dealing, and you'll see this a little bit more in the music video. Um, this whole last year, I was diagnosed with epilepsy, which basically makes me incapacitated for moments at a time. Um, and I have to rely on people, like obviously, like Jacob is or Kulik has been a very big help in that. Um, and so, like, you know, overcoming the shame of having people take care of you, or, you know, I just had to deal with that a lot. And so, that song kind of the overarching thing for me is just you got to live your life in the moment and, you know, don't be ashamed of where it's going to take you or who, you know, who you become. But, um, yeah, I, I love that tune. It feels a lot like me. Yeah. I want to ask, um, when you're, cause Kulik, for example, you post mostly stuff promoting your, your albums and your music career, obviously, but recently, cause like you guys said, you know, you're pulling from some self experience. You shared a personal photo. What, what is that like where you're trying to figure out how much of yourself to share and how much to pull back on? 
terrible. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's really Dude, wait, it was about a two-hour conversation of like april do you care if i share this like because i'm trying to promote the record because there's there's two sides to it one is you don't want to share too much of your personal life mm -hmm. but you're an artist so you you should but secondly it's not my life it's something that happened to her but my record is about being a caretaker to you so i have yeah. to tell your story but but, but your, your story, story is also yeah. you know like I want her to be able to use her story for her music and her song. Yeah, so but... it was an interesting thing of like, you know, like we have, can I say anything about the, yeah, yeah, yeah. like we have footage of this whole experience, like hospital visits. I filmed everything. Hours like off. we're going to have a documentary. We're going to, we're trying to work on it now. We're trying to produce something to show the story. But I was like, I was like, listen, let me just share one photo of you in the hospital bed. And, you know, half of me is like, because I know someone will at least stop and read the fucking caption if I do that one. And, you know, because, yeah, it's a weird, it's a weird, it's a weird game we play yeah. as artists and especially on social media. But I think we, we pretty much are on the same page. Yeah, there hasn't been a part where you're like, why did you like I, I always ask before and she does the same. No, nah, we're similar with that. Yeah, because it, it's definitely hard to like I'm, I'm trying to, um, you know, get stronger in my social media presence, too. Because it's not innate to me to be like, oh, my God, look at me, unless I'm on stage. Because I like to sing. Yeah. And in order to be a successful singer, people need to care. So that's the only reason why I get on stage and I sing and I love that. And that, to me, that's where I can show myself and, you know, have my ego in my world for those 30, 40 minutes and then be done with it because it's exhausting. <laughs> um, so, like, a lot of people, you know, are really, which is just great. I really wish that I had this capability to be more into myself. Um but I, I'm, I'm trying to up my social media presence. And it's difficult to be like, oh, well, I know if I say I'm a queer female artist with epilepsy, everyone's gonna be like, wow. But like, I'm a musician. And we I say the same thing. Like, I'm like, That's oh, I'm a, I'm a queer 29 year old who's half deaf and plays songs. Like, I don't want people to like me for those reasons. But mm. again, to go back to the answer to the question, like to, to share personal life i've done that my whole life and my whole career i think that's very important but i've never had a specific thing where i needed to also make sure that someone else is okay with that i always share myself but this is a joint story right right you know yeah but it is really hard and i'm i'm still working on it i'm still working on knowing what the what the line is um because people everybody's lines are very different <laughs> and with so sure. many different platforms to kind of utilize for social media it's it's a hard balance too. Like I found that to be the case with my own social media presence because this is really isn't my day job necessarily. So I right. want to keep that part of my life separate. Yeah. And right. it's like, but then you yeah. have YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, things like it's like how much do you divulge? I think it's cool yes. that you've you've achieved a balance of some kind. Well, also, this is our day job. So that's the part that's <laughs> difficult for us because it's like Absolutely okay, like you need to make content all day. You will kind of need to share yourself, but you don't really like, yeah, it's really difficult. Like I'd love to just be able to wake up and make music, but it's like, you got to answer emails. You got to make the content, which is mm -hmm. fine. And also we always, like we just said this the other day, we're like everyone we've talked to about social media, no one goes, oh yeah, I love doing I love it. I love, I, even, yeah. if, even if they have huge following, <laughs> if they have huge following, they're like, they're never like, oh yeah, I love doing this. It's like, they're like oh yeah, it's like, a lot of work. Oh, got to beat the algorithm. Got to beat the robot. Like, yeah, like no one likes this. So why are we fucking doing this? Like uh, what is going on? Social, social media for me is just the absolute worst because like, I do not want to know what every person on the planet is thinking all the time. Me 
either. Like it's it's not necessary, and no. most of it is just garbage. Yeah. Um, so how do you like you know again like you say like okay I'm gonna share myself I'm gonna do this we're gonna put you know this out we're gonna keep this home but like when when you get subjected to you know like all this <laughs> garbage like what like how is the handling that for you guys like I mean because I I basically half on Facebook and that's about all I can stand yeah, well, right. but but like you know, <laughs> for like, me personally, you know yeah for me personally app limits I have I think it's an hour and a half on all social media combined a day and I'll clear that passcode if I'm creating I am never on my home page or explore page it's only like I'm on there for a business. If someone comments, I'm replying. And now the problem is the algorithms don't really reward that. They want you on the platform. They want you to be interacting with other people. So that part sucks for me, but <laughs> I'd rather not be suicidal. So that's what I do. Yeah. Oh, you do. Solid I, plan. Yeah, yeah. And it's funny because I'm trying, like I'm, I'm a bit of a nerdier um, woman and I'm not really necessarily in the school of like throwing on a bikini and like posting it for likes. Like I want, you know, I want to show people like, the way I'm making my music and like, there's nothing wrong with that. Books like, yeah, books right. I want to read. Like that's, that's what I'm into. Um, like I said, like I'm not into showing my ass. Um, so like, I, <laughs> it's I really, appreciate that. Thank you. Yeah, I really, you know, I fine. <laughs> like people can do whatever they want. And like, that's the good thing about social media. Like there's different pockets of people that can connect with, um, other pockets of people, whatever. But like, I, I find it, like I try to find other, you know, women or, or artists that like, you know, I'm, I might admire, or maybe I could like model what I'm doing after them. And it's really hard for me to find people who have big followings that do what I want to do. Everybody April yeah. likes, she's like, they're not on social media. <laughs> <laughs> I have like, I follow some authors, I follow some musicians and they, mm -hmm. they're like, they're like, you know, they don't spend time on it, which... but they already have a following. So it doesn't matter. Right. So that's so the part. Yeah. Where it's like, hard yeah. because like, I have like a, you know, a small right. like, following of like really great people, but you know, also, um, you know, I'm starting to TikTok. That's a whole other platform. So it's, it's more of a discovery platform. And and for me, the way that I just try to reason with making the content and, and having a good time with it is like, it, it's just like, you know, it's the new, hey, I'm going to go do an open mic. Oh, I'm going to go play a small show. There I'm going to go. go out for a small meeting. Like, it's just sort of like, like, um, I don't remember who was telling us this. A new but, promotion. But yeah, it's like in the, you know in the olden days, you'd be, you know, go do it like a small radio tour, going to radio stations, meeting people like, you know, stuff like that. So mm -hmm. this is kind of just the new placeholder for that. It's just very, um, it just, I think, cause we always, we got to film it from like your house basically. So it feels very personal, but yeah, you're letting people in, but also it's like when I first started music, I, you know, the way I dreamt it was like tour, obviously, which we get to do. That's great record in the studio all day have someone else kind of like take pictures and behind the scenes stuff have little documentary segments you know whereas now it's like i'm a video editor editing <laughs> videos on my phone with my two ape hands like, <laughs> like i don't like doing this all day man this it. ain't fun like, like this is me as a musician now like <laughs> but yeah it's, it's hard to like prioritize because like, if you don't you know, a good following will help you promote the, the music that you make. But if you spend too much time right. on the music that you're making and no time promoting it, that you know, so point. it's it's a hard balance that that sort of threatens 
me often mentally like it's it's my parent we have battles with that almost daily where like sometimes april will, like break down and be like i spent all day just filming content and i hate all i of don't it. even like i it. don't even want to be doing this i don't you know and then like there's other days like okay felt good doing that yeah and it's just a, it's very mentally taxing like yeah. i feel bad i don't i don't understand to each his own but i don't <laughs> understand if you aren't trying to be an influencer or a musician or something of that sort I don't understand why people want to create content or be on these I things. I wouldn't be on it. Like I, I'd rather just be on the side of a mountain somewhere. <laughs> Understood. Yeah. On a small scale. Funny memes. Social memes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 I like memes. I like memes. Memes are a whole other topic, though. <laughs> so, hey, let me ask you this because I, I host another show called Focused on Forward, where we talk about overcoming obstacles and challenges in life. We we focus a lot on mental health and mental health recovery, and and you, you know. Uh, I talk about my own struggles with mental health and the importance of going out and reaching out for help and therapy and things along those lines. Mm-hmm. But one of the other things that we talk about is is the self-care and the self-help that we give ourselves in, in times of challenge. So when you guys are having the down days, the, the mentally tough days, the struggle days, what do you guys do to, in terms of self-care to kind of, you know, try and right the ship, so to speak? go to the gym a lot like we we try to get to the gym every morning um and run i love to, we love to run that's not even on tough days like we yeah. pretty much try to have at least some type of structure like wake up go to the gym and run and lift a little bit and then work on the day so that way you kind of start in the positive you have endorphins flowing kind yeah, of thing that kind of helps that's kind of like a how can i say that's a precautionary thing to kind of keep yourself up you get out of the house especially when you both work from home yeah because um, a lot of times if we're like we'd rather be home when we go to the gym and like we hated that we had to go <laughs> by the time we're done. Like we, we always said, we want to have a sign above our door that said, you should probably go for the run. Cause no matter what it like feels it good. It's okay. Even if you have to walk some of it, if you hurt yourself, even if it sucks. Yeah. Like you, you at least did it and you can go the rest of the day saying you did it. And that helps you during down days for sure. Yeah. I have very poor inner dialogue and have my whole life. Um, okay. I'm very into like, buddhism and meditation and that like every morning i've started again i've done it for years but i kind of got off of it when she was going through all the health stuff because i was like way too busy and in my head to even (laughs) want to be there in silence but um i wake up and i'll do like a half hour stretches slash meditating on like a yoga mat um and i'll say like i am so like i'm happy i'm healthy i'm grateful for today uh like a lot of so that way I'm trying to rewire my brain to say those things instead of like, you know, the self-hatred type of, yeah, perfect. Dialogue, which I have no idea where it came from. And I'm still like kind of going through that, figuring that out. But yeah. yeah. And also like I smoked a lot of weed, which really like, I think was <laughs> when Max is like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 So you quit and you're like 270 days sober. And you're like, how do people function without it? <laughs> <laughs> And it's very difficult for me um, to cope with that because I always called that like the nostalgia drug where you feel like a little kid and you feel warm all the time. And I miss that. Uh, So, you know, I I have the mental health thing battling the I possibly might have been an addict for a few years without noticing (laughs) what's going on. Yeah. We like boxing too. We like boxing too. Yeah. We'll hold the mats and 
I like to draw. That's been my new yeah. thing. Um, nice. I've had to be really careful about my diet and a lot of my things that I used to start like coffee. I don't really, this is de totally decaf. I can't really any coffee. Sure it is. I swear. <laughs> I would not be sitting upright if it wasn't. Yeah, with the upright. Yeah, so I can't, I can't have a lot of things. Oh, like my, my diet and my, um, some of the things that I used to sort of go to for refuge, essentially, like like Jake said, um, I, I'm completely without now. So I had to kind of like reform some healthier habits. But um, I noticed when I kind of um, take a lot of this, I think I get overwhelmed. Like I have sensory overload anxiety. That's kind of something I've always dealt with. Um, so when I can kind of strip away all the different sounds and things like that and just sit in silence and focus on one thing, whether it's reading or drawing or um, even just like laying with my dog and like petting her or something, like something very simple um, and comfortable that that usually helps me on down days. And, you know, sometimes looking at listening to my own stuff or like looking at past accomplishments can be like, yeah, there was a time when that, you know, that didn't I didn't realize that that could be my reality. So, you know, I have to keep moving forward thinking, you know, more good things are coming. But yeah, it's, nice. it's interesting. Cool. It's interesting. I, I was about to ask, like, does music play a role but you've answered that there for me like a role in the self-care absolutely yeah yeah there's from time to time definitely yeah. therapeutic yeah. um since it's our day job like sometimes it's more stressful now but like like weekends like yeah like last night like yeah. we all day yesterday pretty much just separately were like in a headphones in like this indulging. room like just indulging in our own music which was like really nice and therapeutic and you know a lot of things we said are things that people just suggest and i feel like when people are depressed they hear these things and they're like great the same four suggestions <laughs> that everyone says go for a run eat well meditate it's not easy but i'm telling you if you force yourself to do it afterwards it feel a little bit better and you could at least say okay i took care of myself a little more today right. than i would have i did this yeah yes yeah. and, it, and yeah. I, I used to hate when people said that it was like Okay, great. Yeah. Oh, just talk to someone or oh, just, you know, like it's yeah. it sounds when you're in that mindset, it you're it's uncomfortable. Yeah, you're it sounds like, like this the dumbest thing ever for somebody I've ever yeah. suggested well, to you when you're in that yeah, mindset. Anyone anyone who tells me to go take a run is might get punched <laughs> in the face. Like <laughs> I hate running so much. Some <laughs> people, you know, yeah. like like no. it's totally to each his own. Yeah, like if I'm, I'm running, you better be running too. So oh, that's, yeah, that's... <laughs> if I'm running, something better be on fire. Okay, like, <laughs> right, there's exactly. no reason for me there's an emergency. Yeah, Somebody's no. in danger. <laughs> better go. I, uh... it's, you got to figure it out for yourself because there are people that are also like are not able to be as mobile as others. So it's hard for me to like, yeah, hey, go for run, like whatever. So there's, there's small things too. Like just... I love nostalgia. That makes me feel good, right? So like my grandmother's house always had strawberry milk. Like I might have a glass of strawberry milk and it'll make oh, perfect, me feel yeah. better. It's nice. not really that healthy. I don't give a shit. It's like, that's what made me feel <laughs> it's a good. a mood booster. Yes. Yeah. So like there's a balance and you know the balance. You know if you're doing too much of one thing. You, like just be honest with yourself. Take a moment. Okay. Am, is this indulgence or is this running as a taco truck nearby? Nice. <laughs> nice. 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 John gets it. The truck is <laughs> there you go. All right, so what you need for motivation is a taco truck in your name. You can like, reward yourself with the tacos. My own personal hell is the taco truck that's driving away. Like, I, I guess get closer and it just drives a little farther. I'm like, no, yeah. no. You got a yeah, taco on a stick on the back. Just, <laughs> yeah. 
if they were to dangle like tacos and uh, like you know tequila shots off the back end, and I had to chase it, I might I might be a much skinnier man. Oh, always reward yourself. That's the thing. You don't. It's not like run and like only eat carrots. It's like you can run and like sometimes we'll like we'll be like, hey, if we run three miles today, let's stop at Starbucks on the way home, or let's have a big meal that like you know we can treat ourselves. Nice. in the house all week or like you know i'll cook something special like you know it's so all about balance you gotta feel good and not you know burn yourself oh, out yeah. and not put yourself out but yeah it's it you gotta it takes time to figure out what works for you because i definitely had a hard time in the beginning figuring out what worked for me and now other stuff works better for me because i'm you know two or three years older right and I'm right, with right. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, but self-care scenarios, is really yeah. important, especially yeah. when you are alone a lot of the time. Right? I, I think for us too, like the self-care thing, like, I don't know if this is how everybody is, but working on music, I'm in flow and I'm busy. So like, yeah. I'm cool. I don't really have down. Like, I don't, I don't feel down when I'm working on music. I don't feel down when I'm busy most of the time. It's when like weekends are like, all right, I want to relax after two hours. I'm like, holy shit. I'm anxious. I don't feel good. What am I supposed like? I literally can't relax. I, yeah. When you're not working sometimes and you love it so much, it's hard to not. Right. Not, yeah, like, yeah. Yesterday we wanted to work on music for like two hours and I was like, all right, cool. Sounds good. 1130 PM. Okay. I guess we're <laughs> Well, I mean, yeah, you know, like, if you're looking yeah. around, like, where did the time go? I think you're doing things right. You know, like, right. Yeah. Like, we have Alexa alarms literally at one o'clock and six o'clock to go off to remind so us to eat, eat lunch and dinner. <laughs> hey, that's, that's a solid way to do it. I, I, I wanted to say, too, <laughs> yeah, right. I want to say, too, early, you, you mentioned that, you know, uh, Kulik, that you have you've, you've started using self-affirmation and, and, and things along those lines. And I think that's a really healthy way to do it. My counselor called it stop therapy where, you know, you tell yourself to stop thinking about the, the issue that you have in front of you and then talk, tell yourself three to five positive things that are real and, and, and true in the moment that which you're in. And for me, I found that to be profoundly helpful because, you know, I was my mind was going in a whole lot of different places and and getting myself to to do that uh, was was a really you, big step. Can you clarify that more? So like, all right, you have a bad thought. You literally tell yourself stop and then you think of five things not pertaining to it at all. Or is it? Related? Yes. Yes. So, so like, so for instance, um, uh, the reason why I started doing it. So my daughter was in the hospital for 97 days. She was, she's been diagnosed with something called Guillain-Barre syndrome. It's a, a, a chronic illness. She'll have it for the rest of her life. Okay. But there's one night in particular in the hospital that I had nightmares about for three to six months. I had the same nightmare every single night. I, I couldn't sleep. I couldn't function. And so I had to, I had to learn how to tell myself, stop, you know, She's healthy. She's fine. She's home. She's not in the hospital. Uh, and so sometimes, it, you know, the things that you say, you tell yourself to stop and then, and then refocus your thoughts with the three to five things, whatever those are, they can be tied to that thing, especially if it's something extremely negative, mm-hmm. you know, and, and something life changing. Then it's, you know, hey, then it's these things. And these are the positive things that that are the opposite of whatever that situation is. Yeah. And sometimes so, it's sometimes sorry, it's just ahead. the yeah, sometimes it's just the, uh, um, you know, you know, you know, the, the negative headspace of, uh, I'm a crap podcaster. I don't do this right. I don't do that right. I, I, you know, I'm crap at this. I, I suck at that. Anything, any such thing as a crap podcaster. <laughs> oh, I'm sitting here, I'm sitting here oh. filling out an application for you to replace Dr. Phil on television. <laughs> <laughs> 
but you know oh, sometimes yeah. i just have to kind of redirect that energy into yeah. to other positive things that you know hey I, where i feel like i'm failing or in this situation or that situation in life yeah okay so i'm not i'm not hitting the mark here but man i'm nailing it over here so it's just right. it's a redirection it's a refocus and you said it i think best is that it's a rewiring of your of your 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 brain and and telling yourself yeah. to look at things more positively and i don't think enough people do that and they sit and they focus on the negative instead of instead of trying to find the silver lining, trying to find the positive in the situation. I want to comment on two, two of the things. Well, technically three things. One, uh, no shit, you like the new record then. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. literally it was the same. Like I was having such PTSD with like her seizures. I mean, there were bad things that happened where, you know, like there were moments where i had to like like there was one that that she had a seizure in the morning out of nowhere and we were like literally showering to save time and she started to have a seizure and i had to pick her out of the shower and put her on the bed like so now anytime yeah. after anytime after that when i was in the shower when she was in the shower like there were months where i sat outside of the bathroom while she oh, showered yeah 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 and I was, I was literally honestly, sitting there yeah. being like, okay, I hope nothing happens. I'm right here in case it does. Yeah. And, that could be bad. Or, or, or they always happened at in between like 8.30 at night and 9.30 at night. So every single night for months. And like she had, uh, you know, she has them in clusters. So they don't stop until we go to the hospital. So as soon as she has one, you know, you're in for a long night. She's going to be there overnight. She's and about to be out be of it for a week a or two. Yeah. So sure. then so I'm at sure. home and having these PTSD events where I'm like, oh my God, it might happen now. And Honestly, my rational mind is going, it could happen. So, like, this is something to worry about. And so I totally get that. That's what this whole record is. It's that feeling. Of, yeah. You know? Yeah. So I understand that. And secondly, I'm reading a book, actually, that's about rewiring your brain that way. And they kind of talk about your brain as if it's a computer and it's an algorithm and you need to put in new input. So if you can yeah. talk positively to yourself, even if you don't fucking believe it at first, like do it consistently every day at the same time, keep doing it. And then you'll yep. finally start to notice like, Oh, I feel better during this time of the day now. So now I got to take more time, you know, in the morning and at 2 PM. Okay. Now so, and the next thing you know, you're talking. Good it's to funny. You. Like when I sit there and tell myself that I'm good enough, I like myself a lot better. Yeah. You know, it, it's, it's funny. It's a funny concept, but it's, it's, it's also so very simple that yeah. it's, and sometimes it's, I think it's the simple things that we just go, eh, and we sail right past it because it's, yeah. it sounds too easy that it could be. Right. Work. Like that can't just be it. Yeah. And in um, my head, I'm like, I'm just can, trying to convince myself of that. So this must be bullshit. So half yeah. of my brain is saying that. My other half is like, yeah. you know, but yeah, there was a period where there, it was just nothing but anxiety all day, every day. Couldn't eat. Was like, I'm, I, I can't work on music. Like I, it was a point where I was like, music is pointless. Why am I even doing this? Like, you know, this is somebody who, like, I don't know what's happening. I don't know if, like, you know, like, like you get, you get that, you get that mortality check, where you're yeah. like, okay, what's actually important here? And that's why the social media stuff's been difficult for me too. I don't want to go back on that, but that's where I was like, oh, I need to make TikToks now. But like, my partner's in the hospital, and like, you don't know what the fuck is wrong. Are you kidding me? Like, <laughs> that can inadvertently fuel some anxieties further. It's like, yeah, yeah. oh yeah. yeah, your whole perspective gets shaken by moments that really come out of nowhere, you know, and then you think your field of vision or your, your perception of what reality is, you know, it's this big shit happens to you. And that all of a sudden it's quadruple the size and the rules are all different, you know? Right. So 
Yeah. You know, making it through just to piggyback off of what you guys are all saying, like just to make it through tough moments and moments that challenge you. It's like imperative that you form a positive inner dialogue. And again, you know, in the present, you know, in your five foot radius, is everything okay? Then yes, it's okay. Because, you know, things happen all the time everywhere and we have access to that. And that's really mentally straining. So for me, at the height of my illnesses and things that were going on in the country that were really upsetting, like to me, I was like, yes, this is happening. I understand that. But, you know, right now, in my five foot radius, <laughs> everything's okay. And I'm going to continue to check in and move yeah. throughout my life like that. And acceptance is difficult too. Like, yeah. especially when it's something that you don't really like, like, Oh, I'm going to die. Oh, everyone I know is going to die. Okay. Uh, I guess that's cool. Let's keep just, let's just do it. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Like it's just weird. Yeah. But... And the older you get, I think the more you really think about that and check in with that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Especially yeah. acceptance of our vulnerabilities is very much so to try and, Res resolve for ourselves in the moment you know yeah. so like, like, you know what like you said like mortality or insecurities or self-doubt those are going to be common things throughout our life and we just have to learn to manage them like you don't want to hear that sometimes and it can <laughs> but the thing that i didn't understand i don't know why i didn't understand this but like throughout life you actually get rid of some but then new ones come you know like where mm -hmm. like, you get older you might oh, yeah. start balding oh shit now i'm insecure about that like, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, he was he was twelve when that happened. He's, he's like, <laughs> it's all here though for you, man. His, his fourth grade and fifth grade pictures look completely different. <laughs> nice. Jason, Jason hasn't been carded since 1989. Yeah. <laughs> That's benefit at least. He was ten. Yeah. I have a couple of grades coming in. I uh, hell of a sixth grade. Want to run through these comments real quick that we have coming in yeah. for our audio listeners. Um, Jackie <laughs> says, uh, Ellie is always the star of the show. Uh, Crazy Mama 1963. That's my mom. We had Jason's mom commenting on our, on our uh, YouTube videos earlier. Mom, so mom and orders are the best. Mom you know? You guys are amazing and incredible. We love Jackie. She's a great artist. We just recorded here, actually. Yeah, we She's got an awesome cool. song coming out soon. Yeah. Oh, cool. All, All right, right, Jackie, hit me up. We'll get you on. I'd love to talk to you. Yeah. yeah. Um, She's yeah. amazing to talk to, so you sure. definitely should. Yeah. Uh, Jesse K says, the worst part of social media is getting caught up idealizing other people's lives. The use of self-affirmation daily is a wonderful thing to combat that. Thanks yeah. to April, I now know that I probably shouldn't post bikini photos, so I'm not going to post. Yeah, yeah. Jason, yeah. yeah Jason, please stop. <laughs> Maybe I'll get more followers. You know. Yeah, you should. It's <laughs> All right, we saw that yeah. one, and then uh, Jesse K says, "I take things and put them in the big picture, and not just look in the moment with the situation. Think of the next five minutes, five days, and five weeks, etc." Absolutely. Absolutely, absolutely. And I want. I want to thank you guys first off for being a part of my sister's fundraiser for um, her family. That was nice. very, very nice of you guys. And I want to take that was the thing I was trying to remember earlier. Yeah. All right. April, I want you to take a moment and tell us about this. What is that? Oh, that's somebody. So somebody like within the mm -hmm. local Long Island, like music scene that I know um, his, his home was completely like ravaged by this fire and it i mean i i unfortunately see things like this happen all the time where people like donate whatever and i try to you know always give a little bit a little piece but um i was heartbroken because he not only lost one of his roommates but he had to 
find his cats. They were, they were gone. You know, they took, and I, you know, I'm very in love with my pet. So I just, I couldn't even imagine the heartbreak. I think of losing her when she's old, you know, and it's upsetting to me. So I can't imagine losing, you know, loved ones and all of your things in one night and in one moment. So, and his roommate and all of these different situations with the animals and, and these comforts. So I, I, I don't really know him personally. I think we may have met once at a show or something, but I was just heartbroken. So I really wanted to, to share it and, you know, donate a little money. So if anybody's, you know, any, even a dollar would just help. Cause I mean, that's just a horrible situation and, you know, nobody deserves to go through that. No, not, not at all. And yeah, anybody that's listening or watching, you can find the link on a three geeks <laughs> podcast page. I shared it as well. Yeah. It's nice to help each other if you can. If you got a dollar, a dollar goes a long way if ever yeah. people donate a dollar. So Yeah. So I mean that's just it was like a heart I just saw it like the other night and I was kind of following the post that he was making and I just I was like heartbroken by it. So I was like, I have to do so I don't I don't really know what else it can do, you know, but money helps in those situations. Can't really do much well, else. I mean, but it's also it's like if you take time to feel empathy for somebody else. You, you know, like, holy crap, like, this thing's going on, and you do something, and it doesn't have to be a big thing. No. You know, you just do something to, to help out or to, you know, to take take it off of yourself. Yeah. Um, I feel like that helps a lot, too. You know, it's like, hey, you know, if you give a guy a couple bucks, you know, like, they're banging on the street corner or whatever, like, if you take time to, to do something outside of yourself, that is extremely helpful. Like, you oh, yeah. realize later on, like... It's also putting yeah, good out there. Just put yeah, some good out it's there. It's good, you know. You know? Like, to Absolutely. Me, it'll there's come back. Bad. And and I just feel like there's not enough of it out there. So I mean, I yeah. I and we talk about it a lot. Like in my life, I hope to be insanely successful so I can like give it back, you know, like and just have the freedom to do things that are charitable and the freedom to give it back. Yeah, to yeah. freedom to and the you know the power to be able to give it back in distributed in ways that's actually helpful and meaningful, you know, because <laughs> I see people with people like these football players, they have like these chains on, they're like a gazillion dollars, they're more worth more than our rent for the last three years. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, oh, that's really nice. Like you deserve that. Like there's no you shouldn't you shouldn't like personally reap the benefits of your own successes like that's not it at all but part of me just thinks what i i do so much we do so much with so little you know as freelancers yeah, with money. Do with so, much. so yeah. i mean i just the the possibilities of being able to give yeah. a lot and do a lot is is really exciting and like motivating so even just those little things i hop right on because i'm like all right yeah i can i could be part of this and you know, help a little. So thanks, for, even, thanks for sharing it. Yeah, yeah. We're even doing that with like other artists, like me and April, like we're producing a lot of different artists and, you know, we do it at a discount basically compared to what other studios charge. And, you know, me and April both help songwriting and producing like Jackie is someone that we've done that with. And we do that with doing this with, the, with a band called Awakening Autumn. They're awesome. So yeah. like any other artists that we've been working with is basically like, Hey, we charge X amount. Like, yes, you obviously need to get paid, but like, I'm, I'm basically just trying to, give back like skills that i've learned and help other people you know it might not be launching a career per se but it's letting people record music if they want to and it's some of them the, most of the people we've worked with it's like their first time working with engineers and stuff and like producers and a lot of the time it's like a really for me at least a lot of my earlier musical experiences like going into bigger studios and things like that like i went in as like an 18 19 year old girl 
with this like short haircut and everybody was like, who, what's your deal? Like nobody took me seriously. I think there was a lot of like yeah, gatekeeping. Yeah. Like, and, and we've been, we've been kind of like pushed out of the gates a lot and also micromanaged by people, you know, that we were working with and things like creatively micromanaged rather. So, you know, we just try to give people like the freedom to, to make stuff with, you know, with us. And we love making a stuff lot of, a lot of people come to us that like have just had, poor experiences with other producers and engineers and they're like you know like oh this person just said you know you have to do it this way or they just worked at a studio and they kind of just got it done we're like we're trying to like hey you want to do this let us listen to you and then we'll do what we can do you know to get your vision across so yeah. even that like i said like it's, it's a side hustle as well but like we're totally it's a, it's it feels more in the giving back yeah realm. because like even it's not like we're just sitting and recording the music like i try to help as much as I can with the artists like doing releases and recommending video people, recommending, you know, like distributors, things like that. So I, I just, I just, we're trying to support other people. I don't know why everyone seems to be so, um, you know, yeah, non-supportive. It's a very yeah. good word. Where, you know, I have a solo and then that's it. Like no one's like, you know, not too many people that are artists really like share other artists like stuff unless they're resources. like friends or share resources or oh here's how I did this here's the plugin I use like dude like why are we not all just trying to do this so that we can all be up there instead of yeah. like like as soon as someone jumps up like there's certain friends that I have that like you know they've jumped up socially and then once they do that they're like okay well unfollow all these people now and yeah. now I'm up here and now okay yeah. it's like yeah, it's like you mean nothing it's like yeah, like if that yeah. happens to me, like the people who have been kind to me, they're staying with me. The people who haven't, I mean, I don't talk to you now anyway. It's not right. Right. different. Like, right. it is, it is very obvious, like when I post an accomplishment or something, a small accomplishment either on my page, and then you're like all of a sudden paying attention to me, like I see you. Like it's not, you're not really smooth. You're gonna be a con artist. At least do it well. Like seriously, like yeah, you I can didn't notice you. so easily. You know? Yeah, like I can see you. Yeah. Like I would be a lot more strategic with that. Yeah, like, it'd be like if you guys got like I don't know I don't know what podcasts get awards, but if you got like a nominee for like a Grammy, and all of a sudden it's like oh my god, thank you. like you I've been listening to you guys. No, you fucking haven't. We've been we've been doing this for six years and, and now you just shut up. Like, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I for my whole life, feel like I I I confided in people that I worked with at my high school growing up, like. Oh, I, I was like, when I was 15, I was like, I'm going to be on Broadway. Like, I'm going to be a musician for my live for like a living. And they're like, that's really hard. I'm like, okay. However, many years later, I'm posting, you know, I have a billboard song. Blah, blah, blah. Oh, I always knew you could do it. Uh, <laughs> of course. You yeah, thanks for the are you me? yeah. The expletives that arise. I'm like, no. So like, to me, it's like, if they're not supporting you when you're first starting, like they're, not, it's not, it's not good to me. Right. Like it's not something you should propose. Like you need to, you know, be supporting each other in an honest way and like. On eh. your on your team, you always say yeah, like team. Gotta be team team, team team you. You know, like we're always yeah, absolutely. Better team April. I, mean, also, like, I, I had feel to call. I had to call somebody at the credit card company the other day, and you know, like I wasn't like it was a stupid mix up. It was their fault. But you know, like you're not mean. Like he's like, "Hey, thank you very much." And then the person uh, that I'm talking to is like, "You know what? Thank you for just being pleasant." 
And that's yeah. so strange. It's so it's sad. So sad. Like, right. it's like, do you understand? Uh, like, I mean, if you want to get into that, yeah. But if you understand like, that it's not the person's fault that you're talking to. Oh, here's yeah. an example. This morning, we were in a rush to get on this podcast because we ordered groceries, 54 items. We went to pick them up, 16 items. Oh, so we then went to see, like, obviously, like, we're a little bit angry about that. But April I, wants to go on the talk to customer service, yes, but not I, flip out, just literally yeah. ask. I them. flipped out at home first, and I was like, this is not their fault. I'm sure there's like a, there obviously is something like really wrong here. Right. You we know, walk like, in, all the freezers aren't working. Oh. It was literally like, we go into the grocery store, and like a tumbleweed rolls by. We're like, this is horrible. Like, yeah. I just walked up to customer service to just be like, hey, and I've never done this. I don't even know what you say to these people at that shack. I don't know what they do. I was like, so I, was like, I don't know. No, but so I was like, hi. I was like, I'm just curious. Like, is everything okay here? Like, is this normal? Like, I was showing her, like, my, because we've honestly, we've been doing it for a year and a half, two years. Mm -hmm. No problems. Yeah. No problem. So it's obviously something was up. Yeah. But whatever. So it was like she's like, yeah, the freezers are all broken. I was like, well, that'll do it. That'll do yep. it. That will cancel a couple items for sure. Um, I was like, this is so bad. Like I got like three cans of soup. Like the we didn't notice that we got home. It was like this seems light. We have like when I three like, avocados and a loaf of bread. Like because I usually do like a week and a half, two weeks groceries for like meal prep and stuff. I'm like, it feels light. But anyway, getting back yeah. to what you were I mean, saying, yeah. Toast, you're good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> soup sandwiches. We love that. Yeah, we're good for, for good for at least two weeks. Yeah. <laughs> need to get right first, whatever. But no, like going back to what you're saying, like kindness really goes a long way. Like even just like you know writing thank you on the check if you had a good waitress or yeah, a waiter. Yeah. Like I feel bad for the people though, like who like 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 he said like. There's people that get mistreated so often that when you're nice to them, they're like, you know, you made yeah. my day. It's like, really? Like, that's the society we're living in at this point? Like, unfortunately, yeah. So, yeah, be freaking nice. Be freaking nice. And usually it. people, honestly, even around here, like, we're in Central PA. Like, basically, everybody <laughs> just looks miserable all the time. <laughs> 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 so, like, when April is just – and April's very smiley and happy and extroverted. I'm more introverted and I look in, more intimidating, you know. So, when April's like – Oh hi, and then like smiles. Literally, sometimes yeah. people jump. They're like, "What?" <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's a trap. <laughs> Crazy person over here. Oh god. Yeah, uh -huh. yeah. I'm an Italian lady from New York. I'm even weird there, but like you know, it's like, so here. Yeah. It's it's uh yeah. yeah it's a little crazy. But, yeah. Even here, I held the door open for somebody the other day, and which is something I typically do. I will hold the door open. Yeah. Yeah. That's the way my mama raised me. My mother is from the south. Uh, I still say yes, ma'am, no, ma'am, yes, sir, no, sir, Absolutely. to people that I talk to. Yeah. I hold doors open, and the woman that I held the door open for looked at me like you know I had like a you know a third nipple growing out of my forehead. Well, and she was like, obviously, which is why I'm, why I'm wearing the hat now. But um, <laughs> you should get a bikini for it and post it on social yeah. media. Oh, Jay and I could nice. take some 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 couples pics with it. It'll be great. Uh, there we go. There's, there's one amazing. There's a nipple in this for you. Jason, you gotta go over to Tim's and you guys gotta pose together. Well, Tim, Tim already asked me to remake. Thank uh, you for that mental image. Oh, yeah. Hey, yeah. the other day yeah. I told him he needs to remake the uh, the Miley Cyrus video of Wrecking Ball, and he doesn't need to buy anything. He's just, you know, he's got that suit already. Oh, um, oh, but uh, you know, I was holding the door open. And she just looked at me. She's like, "What are you doing?" I said, well, "I'm I'm I'm holding the door open. It's it's what I do." Yes. And and she was like, "People," she says, "People don't hold doors open for people." I'm like, "Well, they they should." 
like, I'm, I'm just a person. People yeah, yeah, pay yeah. me. That would be okay, really good. Shut the door. Where are you? Yeah, yeah, really. It's like, okay, forget it. Fine. <laughs> I'm, I'm in Michigan, and I'm just like, I was like, well, I do, and I'll I'll enter the building after you do. So, you know, we'll be fine. <laughs> nope, you're just trying to get behind me for some shenanigans. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Just, just looking for the camera, you know, when you get a tripper. Yeah, but, right. Tim, I hold the doors up open all the time. I stand right in the sensor when the automatic door is open so people can just walk through and walk <laughs> I just I just run up to him like in Star Wars dangerous. and be like, ha. Ah. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> all right. Before we let you guys go, I have to ask a question because this is a geeky podcast typically. Sure. Besides music, what is one thing you each geek out about? Geek out? Yeah. Besides music? Yeah. Besides, yeah. Not music. I know I know music would be your answer, so I'm taking music off the table. Um I'll give you two. Plants. Oh yeah, plants. Yeah. <laughs> we love plants. We had a plant day yesterday. We got, a bunch we got of so plants. many plants. We <laughs> repotted plants. Um, and I love woodworking. Like mm, I'm a yeah. construction carpenter guy. I roofed since I was 13 years old. I'm a blue collar raised human. Awesome. Being. Um, and I love like yeah, like I'll walk into people's houses and just look at their molding. Like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, hmm. Why is he look so hot on the collar? Oh, he's looking at the crown molding again. Yeah, right. Right. Okay. <laughs> you, got a, you got a gap down there. I got it. Ah. <laughs> no, I'll look at it. Yeah, I do. Good. We'll um, be driving around. Yeah, I'll be like, oh, do you see that roof? Needs a new roof. Yeah. Thirty year singles. Thirty year. Thirty year roof. Singles. What do you geek out about? Uh, I don't know. I mean, I really like buying books. I reading them is a whole other thing. Um, <laughs> but no, I, I most of them. Right. I, feel I love books. <laughs> um, I love art. Um, painting. I I really think as far as geeking out, like I love plants. And small figurines. I got a little garden gnome <laughs> figurine yesterday. I literally oh, nice. or without it. It was so cute. But she geeks out at the color orange. I love orange. I love clothes too. Yeah. But, orange um, clothes. Nice orange clothes. I have a lot of orange clothes too. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, yeah, wow, really she geeks cool. out at sauce. You oh, sauce. I, I like to cook. That's oh, I. I'm, 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 right. I'm, oh. Over obsessive about cooking and like he's like, Oh, let me help, and I'll just be like, just do a shake of garlic. And then like the minute it's like a half a shake <laughs> over, I'm like, Stop it! You're gonna you know, over it. What are you doing? <laughs> 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 garlic, you fool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love it. Well, thank you guys so nice. much for taking the time and uh thank you. look forward to having you guys on again because this was a lot of fun. Yes. Anytime you guys are great. Yes, absolutely. Nice to see you again, thank April. You. Cool look. Nice to meet you. Me too, oh, yes, Kim. thank yeah. you to all of you. Make sure you listen to our music and you know, <laughs> all, all that, that fun shit. stuff. Where can everybody find you online? Um, I am at Coolick Official, K U L I C K Official for everything my website, Instagram, um, Twitter, Facebook, TikTok. Uh, that's it. Bikini yeah. photos coming tonight to Instagram. I was really trying to say that you can find me at like jasonsbikinis.com. I couldn't come up with a joke fast enough. That's why I paused. I literally was trying to go on the joke. I knew something was real. Oh, like, so no, I, I, I was like, you know what? I'll look at jasonsbikinis.com and see yeah. what happens. Yeah. <laughs> so on that note, you can find me at Tim's forehead nipple bikini.com. <laughs> <laughs> 
but you know no. what scares me? That might actually be a website out there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We have no, we are not uh, held liable for anything that we think yeah. is. Yeah. So so sure. Out of the room before you go to these websites. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. That, that website. If you scroll down to the very bottom and quotes, their company motto is, "We'll leave the door open for you." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, officially, there's no Tim'sForeheadNipple.com. Thanks for looking. Well, honestly, all those fake websites are probably shorter than all of my handles because it's my big ass Italian name. So it's just at the, you see it on the screen there. It's April Rose Gabrielli. It's on all socials at April Rose Gabrielli. Twitter actually um, does not support the length of my name. So it's April Rose Gabri. It ends at the E. Um, and that's pretty much at AprilRoseGabrielli.com as well. So um, yeah, that's me. Uh, if you find him, you'll find me. If you find me, you'll find him. So. There is Perfect. no jasonbikini.com, but there is a Jason <laughs> Bikini on Etsy where you can go buy bikinis and Friday the 13th stuff. We're coming <laughs> Failing stuff, but whatever. I would like to say thank you to each of you guys for sacrificing your Google searches for the, yeah, for, yeah. the uh, <laughs> for the podcast. And I am curious to see what pops up uh, later in your news feeds. Yeah, I can't wait to see your Instagram ads. It's going to be like, do you have a third nipple? <laughs> His Facebook ads later are going to be like, <laughs> oh, never mind. Or like a law firm that specializes <laughs> oh, no. in third nipple if, practice. If I, get, if I get any ads for like a forehead nipple support group, I'm, I'm <laughs> going to go like that. Like that's that's good. That's not something that needs looked at. Well, let's hope that you do. <laughs> uh, thanks, guys. I'll be in touch because uh, when you your album comes out, let's get you back on. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. yeah and you guys again. You guys are an inspiring couple. You guys I awesome. love watching your Instagram posts because, again, you genuinely like to be with each other. And you can even tell that during this interview. So thank you so much for taking the time. We thank don't plan on talking for a half an hour, but the conversation was yeah. so good. That we yeah. just yeah. Yeah. Really yeah. Was that was super fun. Was we can't shut up. Yeah, we talk, we talk a lot. It's kind of our fault. We can't talk. That's why we got a podcast. Cause we right. Talk it's, <laughs> we don't talk it. enough. Let's do it on the internet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's right. why I have three of them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Thanks a lot, guys. Thank yeah, man. Thank you so much. Absolutely. Have a great day. You Bye. guys have a great day, too. too. Bye. Bye, guys. Bye. All right, everybody, we're going to go just a few minutes over, and I'm going to let everybody geek out over Boba Fett, even though I also watched it, and I can geek out with it as well. Max is frozen. Oh, no, he's not frozen. He's just I'm not frozen. He's not frozen. I I want to, again, shout out to our guests, April and Kulik. I love you guys. You guys were fantastic last year. You're awesome. Fantastic this year. Yeah. Awesome. Great super people. Cool. Yeah. Super cool Again, genuinely seem to really like you. are going to have to get Kulik on Pop Culture Addicts and talk with him as well. We really loved having April on the show. She was amazing, but I'm going to have to get Kulik on there, too. Yeah, shout out to Eileen Shapiro and Jimmy Starr for hooking us up with them. You're going to link the music video and the uh, visualizer in the description? Sure. Because those are excellent. Like, I yeah. listened to them before the cast. like, excellent. Yeah. So, Book of Boba Fett. I'm going to go first, okay? I'm going to throw <laughs> this little spoiler right, right here. I... <laughs> I have not seen Clone Wars. I have not seen Rebels. I have not seen Bad Batch. But in episode six, I think it's when we were introduced to Cad Bane. I'm like, this character looks cool. Like, I have no frame of reference. Like, I can't wait to see what happens with this character. And then in the next episode, the character is no longer with Max, you knocked that off. (laughs) What? What? Was I doing something? Oh, I, I see about your forehead nipple. I do <laughs> to episode six, which was the true uh, representation of Boba Fett. 
that we all grew up with, which was him standing in a corner. Uh, very good job. That really took us <laughs> back to the trilogy. Fantastic. Uh, I, I don't get it, Max, because I'm, I'm in your camp, too. Like, I, I like the show, by the way. I, I enjoyed it. I like the back half better than the front half, but I did enjoy it. But um, I just I don't get Boba Fett's, like, every, I got in an argument in our podcast chat with one of the people that helps us out sometimes, and she was saying how badass Boba Fett was, and I there's an ant crawling through my kitchen right now that is more of a badass than Boba Fett was in the original trilogy. Like, he literally just stood, kidnapped Han, gave him away, and then was thrown into a Sarlacc pit. I mean, he was awesome in the holiday special. Like, he had a cool cartoon, but... Well, I mean... That's all we got, and that was only awesome. How could that, that, that not be awesome with, with the rest of the holiday yeah, special? Yeah, because we got the rest of the holiday special. <laughs> B. Arthur's awesome. Yes, that, that, that's the best part. But no, no. See, him, him being badass comes from one line from Darth Vader when, when, when he's got all of the, the uh, bounty hunters. Bounty hunters. And, and, and Vader goes, goes no, disintegration. no disintegration. As you wish. Yeah. <laughs> That 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 is badass. Then then with you 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 flush him out and he's he's you know, grandpa beating up people in his pajamas. He he is he is markedly less cool. <laughs> uh, dad bod, thank you very much. I mean, that's dad fine. It, it, you know, I mean, might be on the defensive, but okay. I I, res- I, I resemble I'm, that remark and, and that. So do uh, I, but 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 still, I mean that 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 doesn't make you or I or Boba Fett badass. <laughs> so here's here's one of my my arguments about this whole thing is that I okay, so I also enjoyed the show very much. I yeah. I I enjoyed the the fact that they gave him some backstory about you know what happened after he came out of the Sarlacc pit and the fact that we got to see him emerge from the Sarlacc pit. I liked you know the 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 whole thing with the the. Uh, the Tuscan Raiders and seeing the Sand People as more than just people who stood up on a hill and shook their fists at things. Um, They're animals. And made yeah. Let's slaughter them like animals. Exactly. That's you know. But one of the things that I I liked about the show, you know, that was one of the things I liked about the show rather. But one of the things that that troubled me with the show is everybody's approach again that Boba Fett was a badass, and, and the reason why they have that approach or that feeling is because in. in legends books there are there are stories written about him and 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 those books he is a badass and other things but nothing on film there has been nothing on film where boba has ever done anything that was substantial in he's done it in some video games where you got to assume his character and do a few things and you know whatever but nothing really substantial where you could look at and go yeah it's this is why boba needs to be boba and he's all these different things that never existed. And so what happened is you have a lot of people who wanted this show. When they saw it come up, they went, oh, God, finally, we're going to see Boba Fett on screen. And they had 30 years of, of that, those couple, yeah. those, 30 years of expectations, exactly, filling their brain that this is what it's going to be. And so when it didn't hit that level of expectation that they had built for themselves, the show sucked. But, I mean, that, that's, that's Star Wars in a nutshell. I well, mean, there's not I, nobody I, I hates Star having, Wars like a Star Wars fan. Yeah, it's yeah, true. like like you know, I oh that that you know, space wizard in a spaceship movie wasn't philosophical enough for me. You know, like, I, I I I don't know. Yeah, I, I was trying to say that one time. No, 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 you're good. Go for it. Okay, I I'm not a, a Boba Fett 
fan. Uh, I am 100% in the camp of Boba. Like, the only, yeah, the only thing that Boba Fett is good at is tracking Han Solo. Like, the, they, they showed us that he, he can track Han Solo better than anyone else in the galaxy. Okay, <laughs> I will give you that credit. But, like, every other thing he does is mediocre at best. But... They made this show. I'm like, okay, here we go. You know, they, they brought him back in the Mandalorian. I wasn't mad at it. You know, and, and, and you know, like they show him in his Tatooine fucking garb and he's beating up stormtroopers. I'm down. Whatever. Yeah. Uh, what I don't like about this show is like I I feel like they didn't want to give up the bag. Like they like Disney didn't want to spend the money on making the show good, and therefore it wasn't. I mean, uh, like, there's like the, the scene with the um. The fence, the the uh, the the, yeah. the 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 fucking Wakandian laser fence. They got the shields and stuff, right? Yeah, uh, like it, it, yeah. that was that was ridiculously stupid. A lot yeah. of the fight scenes were super choppy, super like they're poorly yeah um, choreographed and they were poorly executed. And then, um, like like this uh, at the end with the scene where like the, the giant mech is 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 rolling through the town and it. Like the, the the whole town of people should have showed up. Like you're Disney, get one hundred yeah, yeah. extras. Here's yeah. here's here's where, the, here's where the production side of my brain has to come into play. It's like this was filmed during the pandemic. You have to kind of there's there's always going to be speculation of like what could have been if there weren't restrictions, if the production schedule mm-hmm. hadn't interceded with this particular. Oh, oh, okay. So if you can CG Luke Skywalker's face. Then you can CG ninety more people in there. <laughs> Hologram Tupac is in the back. Like, yeah, <laughs> I mean, no, like, I'm sorry, you're Disney. You have no excuse. I would have actually okay. spend the money. <laughs> Hologram Tupac would have been awesome, but yeah. Uh, <laughs> but I okay, I get what you're saying, Max, completely. And one of the things that that bugged me um, was the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers biker gang. Uh, okay. You know, the biker gang. The, the lamest biker gang of all time. Now, when you say to me, the slowest cyborg best. biker gang, I'm yeah. down. Yeah, this, this right. sounds cool. <laughs> I had I had a problem with the fact that they lived on Tatooine and they looked like they waxed those those speeder bikes every three seconds. There That's wasn't a speck of dust anywhere on those. And that was the slowest chase scene I have ever seen Since in taken. my life. Yeah. Oh, no, Taken was faster. <laughs> This whole thing, they're they're chasing that guy in, in the you know in the land speeder, and it's like, meet meet meet. Yeah, yeah. It was all oh, was horrible. And I'm sorry, yeah. but those bikes are not cool. Like, no. you're supposed to be this biker gang, and your bikes aren't cool. Like, I don't. Yeah, like, yeah. You're a Vespa I mean, well, biker gang. Seventy-seven land speeder didn't set any records either. So it's just kind of like I I can kind of buy that. Like, okay, chases are gonna be slower on Tatooine where shit. Right yeah, but. Now. Okay, but Luke's Luke speeder in seventy seven was faster than this one here. Yes, yeah. yeah, it's the same well, thing, and it looks yeah. Uh, maybe you know, it's and, the and same I, speeder. It could have been. He did sell it for a discount. Um, you know, no, no, but even even the the biker gang, I, I realize what I I understand what they were trying to accomplish. It was a gentle nod to the nineteen sixties uh, biker gangs and in, in uh, scooter yeah. gangs in in England that had all the mirrors and everything. And the more mirrors you had, the cooler you were, and all that. I get that. You, uh, just still didn't care. 
like you could have you guys this is the way you went with you could have gone like japanese botuzoku freaking crazy ass bikers with like you know exhaust pipes going here and there and then all that yeah, stuff yeah. and but like this is what you chose this like like i i don't understand like that that's that's where i'm just 100 lost uh the show yeah. does get better when it becomes the mandalorian again <laughs> Season three, you know, episodes five and six, yeah. But then I'm just like, why would you tell this story of Boba Fett when you could be telling the story of the Mandalorian getting kicked out of of the Mandalorian Creed and having a new quest to go and, like, an impossible quest to go and regain his his, his honor, and and you you tell us this shit story about Boba Fett. And I'm like, you could have told both stories, except... Have the Mandalorian, you know, have the training sequences of Grogu. Have the Mandalorian go through all this shit, and then it's like, oh, Boba Fett's making moves, and when he gets kicked out of the order, that's where he goes to because yeah. he doesn't have anywhere yeah. else to be. Like, well, I, yeah, oh, I think I think one of the problems that that the show suffers with, even though I do do enjoy it, because well, it's Star Wars, and I I yeah. Anyway, uh, but <laughs> I have I have a weakness there, yeah. uh, but. One of the, sh- the the things that the show suffers from is an overtelling of information. So there are things yeah. that are shown in the show that are really cool and they're nice side points, but they didn't need to be shown to the depth depths of which they did. The the whole you know uh, Boba's gonna you know get this biker gang on his side by you know paying off their water debt at a discount or yeah. whatever that you know I, that was all unnecessary. Drew was there. Yeah. Well, <laughs> see, I and I kept waiting for some comment about you know. Uh, they took my water or something like that, and I just I don't yeah. know. I um, milkshake. Book yes. of Boba Fett convinced me even more that um, Book of Boba Fett and Mandalorian, it's not either of their stories, or it's not the stories we think we're getting. This is all Grogu's story, is my opinion, and that is the the story that we are telling throughout all these series. I think, mm-hmm. Tim, I think your friend is right. I think Grogu is going to be the Mandalorian that the title of the show is named for. And uh, this show convinced me of that more. That we're, this this is all about Grogu's yeah, story. Yeah, I, I, I think I what we're. Be, I'm sorry. I would be 100 happy if Grogu chose chose Team Jedi, and the Mandalorian had still had to go about you know yeah yeah doing all these things. I, like, I could be done with Grogu now, and I would I would be totally fine with that. Um, I feel like the Mandalorian is, is the Boba Fett that we yeah, all yeah, wanted. That should have been. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And, yeah. and and they they took but, I think they took all the main points from Boba Fett, stuck it on this dude, and then gave him a half decent story. And 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 now you can't yeah. make Boba Fett better than this guy. Like right. there's nothing you can do. Right. Think, it's a classic. It's a classic one and two situation. You made this guy the number one. Now you can't have this other guy supersede him. So he's got to take a back seat, and he's not going to be all the things that everybody wants him to be. And I think, you know, to go to Jason's point, I think that we are going to be doing something, you know, uh, similar along those lines where, where, you know, all these are to set up this book of Boba Fett. I think it's only going to be one season. I don't think there can be another season of it. I think it's a, a, I think it's a separate chapter one, a one off. And it takes you into setting up for the Mandalorian and uh, Ahsoka and, you know, they're setting up for those things. And so how these things all intersect and how, you know, it all relates to Grogu. And at some point they have to stop trying to make Grogu the cute one and start making the story about him and give him some speaking lines where he's not just like, you know, cooing like a little baby and then falling asleep next to a rancor. Mm -hmm. It has to be something more than that, you know, but the merchandising, 
That was cute yeah. when he fell asleep by the rain. Court. It was absolutely adorable. Oh, it was, but yeah, yeah. but I mean, you know, and again, like I'm down for Boba Fett rides the Rancor. You know, like that was good. that was cool. But then yeah. it's also it's like you're supposed to be tearing up this whole city. It's the same thing as Men of Steel. Like it, it, I, yeah. I have a, I have trouble connecting when you're, there's supposed to be so much wanton destruction and you're not showing me. The problem with this, like, okay, I I, I think that the Mandalorian and, and Boba Fett, it, it's like Disney's having a, a, a DC brain fart at this point. Like you're giving, they're giving you all this structure on the bottom. So, so that, you know, the, the, the higher story of the Mandalorian can come back to Boba Fett, <laughs> but they don't want to put money into Boba Fett. So what, what, <laughs> What you get, and and you're you're completely right. Like like the 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 action scenes from the beginning, and the, and they did get better through through the show, but they're really clunky, and it's not like like that whole shield thing was terrible. Oh my god, so bad. That's like that's so like uh, you know, you're 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 watching like 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 an action film from the seventies, like or, or like like American Ninja. That, that that's how bad it is. <laughs> yeah. Uh, which, which I had had the pleasure of watching a couple nights ago. <laughs> I American Ninja, but not because it's great. But uh, I'm going to pass the hosting reins off to Max because I got to go pick up Tony. So I will talk okay. to you all. <laughs> all right. Um, uh, but come on. Um, or, or Jason, Jason, before you leave, real quick. Oh. Jason, no, he's oh, gone. No, he's no, gone. gone. Nope, he's okay. gone. Well, <laughs> and done. <laughs> all right. Then, then they didn't want to give you enough story. Yeah. So you know they're 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 focusing like 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 Tim's saying on on like you know the banal shit that you shouldn't need to watch. Yeah, no, I, but I, but then you you like like I go online and like everybody's like eviscerating it and I'm and, and I can't help but feel bad for it. Because <laughs> <laughs> right, they're right, just right. like every episode came out and I've I've got like three articles on my on my feed like it's like. It's like you know, tomorrow Morrison is like, it's like I don't want to be Boba Fett anymore, and why he sucks. And it's like, geez, that's that's a little harsh, man. But yeah, like it 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 had glimmers of a good show, and it just didn't get there. No, until like the very end, and and they they only got there from bringing like like other characters in, which yeah. which no. when it, when it becomes the Mandalorian again, yeah. like it is sweet. I and. It, but like, but it's it's weird though because the fight scenes with the Mandalorian, like the first scene where he's cutting up all those dudes and he yeah, fucks himself yeah. up with the yeah. dark saber, that was sick. That's yeah. the first time yeah. you ever see anyone injure themselves wielding a lightsaber. Yeah, it was really cool. Yeah, because that and, would be totally the thing I did five minutes after oh, having absolutely. Yeah, like, oh my god, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, five minutes, five seconds. Like, like, like hi, I'm Tim. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> It's like handing a teenager some 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 nunchucks or something, you know. It's exactly. Like, 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 he's just, he's not got shot immediately. Try <laughs> yeah. not to hit yourself in the balls with this. Just go ahead and try. It's not <laughs> right. gonna happen. Yeah. And he chopped your foot off. Good job. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like, but like, I thought that was really cool, and that was a very interesting thing. And it was it was a half a second yeah. thing. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And then like watching the Mandalorian now fucked up, try to go through his regular yeah. day and all the shit that he needs to go through was very interesting. Like I I, I don't. I don't know how come Boba Fett doesn't catch me like that, but yeah, you know, it's the Mandalorian is like chocked full of stuff though, and it's yeah. it's a western. Mm-hmm. I mean, in in all but name, I mean, right. damn. But oh, it's a spaghetti so, western. There's no two ways about it. Oh yeah, yeah. When when it is empty though, it, it relies on the scenery because it's 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 a western and it's nice and open, you know. 
Boba Fett doesn't give you enough, and and you're mostly in a city uh, unless you're in this this you know camp with with uh yeah yeah in city <laughs> unless you're in a camp with with the the you know the sand people, and again you get you get like uh, flashbacks to the to the the holiday special there because you know there there's not a whole lot of dialogue going on so <laughs> well, I feel and that's a lot of what's. I feel that's a lot of what's been lost with the Disney acquisition is this beholdenness to the film canon and nostalgia. Yeah. There you don't see everything comes back to Tatooine. Everything comes back to Rebel Alliance, to the Empire. Yeah. Like the expanded universe, I think this is what the problem is too is that we had 30 years of people's imaginations just going mm -hmm. wild with this universe and wild yeah. with stories you could yeah. tell with these characters that all of a sudden now for the company to kind of just say well we're stringently holding it to what's happened in the films that's canon and yeah. anything we produce from this point on is canon that yeah i, I want to see some tales of the jedi type stuff i want to see yeah, keldroma awesome. type adventures on Onderon or all these different planets that mm -hmm. had mm -hmm. all these different kind of structures and things. It's like, yeah, there's such a bigger universe out here, but it's all relegated now to this stable of characters that the the general audience will know because we know the movies. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and that that's a stifling part for me. You can tell interesting stories, like you said, The Mandalorian is a solid example of working within that structure and oh, being yeah. able to tell an engaging story still, but it's still beholden to. Hey, here's a character who's kind of like Yoda, and will probably down the line tie into Yoda. Yeah, hey, here's yeah. Skywalker again. Hey, Mandalorian. It's kind like you said, kind of like Boba Fett to the point that he yeah. probably should have been Boba Fett, but, but shiny, <laughs> shiny. And so it's this idea of, I don't know. A lot of the possibility of this universe has suddenly become very narrow with the more, more recent products. Everything yeah. has a tie into Skywalker so saga. Yeah. Yeah. Things. Oh yeah. No, I, 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 I'm I've been ready. a long, sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. I was just going to say, I, I am, I have been a long supporter of the best star Wars stories are away from the Skywalker saga. Yeah, so probably. that's amazing. That's one of the reasons why to me, rogue one is so amazing, even though it has a tie to the side, the Skywalker saga, there's no Jedi's in it. There's no, yeah. you know, it's just a really good story, yeah. really well told. And and yeah, there there's there's one Sith Lord in it. You see Vader for a couple minutes. Yeah. You know, being the best version of Vader, Vader that I think I've ever seen and made me giggle out loud in the theater like a little oh school. Oh, God, it was awesome. Oh, yeah. 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 He was Vader being Vader. That's what yeah. I've always wanted to see on screen from him. Yes. And like, so, why is everyone afraid of this dude? Like, like the best Vader moment to me is 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 at the beginning of uh uh ah shit the the first game the the Force something or other oh Force Unleashed yeah yeah like like when oh, when you kill all of the when you kill all the Wookies yes. that's amazing <laughs> like, when he goes he goes ham on his own stormtroopers I'm like yeah, yeah that's Vader yeah. you're idiots yeah, <laughs> yeah. no I, I I get it yeah. I, I, you know, it's one of those things that they're going to have to get a handle on going into Ahsoka and going into, um, yeah. you know, going into Mando season three. If we're going to see, you know, what we're going to see on Obi-Wan, I'm really excited about that, but I'm also very nervous about that. Um, you know, I, there's a lot of things coming up in the Star Wars universe yeah. where that could be honestly so ridiculously very cool. And there's also some things that yeah. about those things 
that make me as a Star Wars fan also very nervous because I don't want to see just the same thing hashed and rehashed again. And if and I just want to make this subtle plea. I'm going to put this out into the universe. If we're going to bring back a really cool character like Cad Bane, can we not kill him off in two freaking episodes, please? Because there's uh, yeah, so much yeah. story there, and he's one, the best. One would best argue that Cad Bane is not a cool character. Well, that one person probably shouldn't argue that. Uh, <laughs> uh, Cad, Cad Bane Uh-oh. sucks. Uh, Cad Bane sucks. I'm glad he's dead. Uh, at least there's that. <laughs> I, at least Boba Fett gave me that. Fucking Cad Bane is dead, and now we don't have to worry about it anymore. The light is ticking on and off at the end of it. So I don't think he's yeah. dead. Uh, I don't dead. think he's dead. I if think we're just dead. Yeah. If he's not dead, then I'm upset. No, like, if we I never was, see it, we never see it. Well, you're his... already upset, so it's okay. Uh, no, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Cad Bane sucks. Like, I, I'm just. I, I... We never see his okay. droid. That's all I'm going to say. Uh, let's, like, leaving out any characters from fucking. Uh, <laughs> uh, Filoni's. Now I want to see Hondo. What's, what's that? What's that fucking cartoon called? Rebels or Clone Wars? Clone Bad Wars. Batch? <laughs> Leaving out any characters introduced in Clone Wars <laughs> will we'll just be better for everyone. But um, yeah. I like, like to see Captain Boba Fett. I read the books. Okay, there's there's a whole series of books after like where Boba Fett escapes the Sarlacc pit and and goes on to do sweet shit. They did none of that shit in this show. Yeah, of course not. And no, and I'm just like, well. Guys, like, what? So the, yeah, the problem yeah. is they they tried starting off with fan service, and then they they went yeah. from the fan service, and then they tried to build story, and then they no they no they did. The there wasn't much no, of a story. No, what I'm <laughs> trying to say is they tried service. they tried to they tried to build story, but they made the mistake of building too much story, yeah. and so it, then hmm. they lost it because they tried giving all these extra details that we really didn't need to have. So yeah. I I, uh, I was I think they like, gave wow. all the go ahead. Dave. Okay, I I think they gave all the extra details because they didn't have a story. <laughs> like, yeah, I, I didn't feel like there was too much story. I just yeah, felt like yeah, it, there's, there's... they they went on a bad they, they took a bad line. Like it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like, we're stuck like here somebody now. somebody wrote like a one paragraph treatment, and, and and they're just like screw it, let's let's run with it, and and, and this is what what you got. They're like, oh yeah, pretty bikers. We'll bring the 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 weird scooter things in that your grandma would drive. Oh, and then, <laughs> Again, I have to bring this up. Part of me wonders if a lot of the creative decisions in terms of the storytelling or in terms of the scale of things had yeah. to be wrangled down because of production right. during pandemic. Like part of yeah. it. Okay. Like, yeah. I will I will I I didn't think about that before, Mike, and you're absolutely right. Like that, that's absolutely right, yeah. That that's always gonna be a curiosity for me for a lot of these shows, not just mm-hmm. like the Disney Plus stuff, but a lot of the shows that I know were created during pandemic times is like what could have been if their standards, if you know, if they're that they were able to have a little bit more open space, so to speak, yeah. and not yeah, get it, sure. yeah, for that sure, makes, sure. That makes and, a lot and, of sense, actually. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta give them some credit on that point. Sure. Where it's like, you know, if I like, if you're gonna make a, a, a city like Mos Espa, while it's not as big a spaceport as Mos Eisley, it is still a <laughs> spaceport, so this means there's intergalactic travel coming out of this place. I do agree with you, Max, that. It's Disney. They can afford to throw yeah. in some rubbery CGI people here and there. <laughs> and they, 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 they be terrible looking, but yeah, they could have hired decent, uh, uh, you know, fight choreographers and, and, you know, stuntmen for, for that too. So, and Hey, you know, like I, no offense to dude play. What's that guy's dude plays Boba Fett. What's Tamora Morrison. I think no offense yeah. to that dude. 
but he's 70 years old now. Yeah, I know. Okay? And this is the same argument I have with every other fucking 80-year-old dude yeah. that they hire. Stop hiring these old dudes if you want them to do fight scenes. Stop hiring I mean, them. He, like, he could have been all jacked scenes. up because of stuff, too. So, you know, he, he could have healed different. What did you say, Mike? 61 years old. Let's uh, get 61. Oh, close okay. enough. Nine. <laughs> I mean, I'm 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 impressed that he's he's able to you know swing around and you know that 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 stick and stuff and be be out in the sun with with his big bald head so long. But <laughs> I'm, I'm just like you know if you watch you know, like Jackie Chan from back in the day, yeah. that dude did not make money. Okay, like you watch the stunts that he pulled off for literally no money, and you're like, right. why is it you can't hire people to do this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I I know. Oh, oh, you're you're talking like like look when he, when he was like Bruce Lee's stuntman kind of thing. Okay, <laughs> but it's just like you are Disney. You're Disney. Yeah. You are the, yeah. the giant corporation. Like you, yeah. like the the they, the them. That is you. Like you, you sit here telling me you can't afford this again. This again ties in. I feel to the times as they were. It's like maybe you yeah. wanted to get like a Yu Wong Ping or some you know great fight coordinator, but restrictions traveling restrictions things like that people schedules don't have look look who knows i'm just i'm just throwing it out there it's like there's no travel restriction that money can't solve okay like i I yeah yeah that's very true (laughs) yeah you got me there yeah (laughs) and also but like you could put a whole you could be the next level in all of this and they just choose not to because they don't want to spend the money on it, and it yeah. makes it more of an actual risk than. But I'm like, like you're they're banking on the Star Wars name, you know, making it wash through. Like everyone's gonna love it because mm-hmm. it says Star Wars on it. But okay, everyone's gonna love it because it says Star Wars on it. Why don't you make something sweet? Yeah, like, it's, yeah. It's just... Also, I, I I didn't realize that dude dude was 61. I mean, you you, you could have almost hired the 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 original Boba Fett. <laughs> yeah 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 but i mean like his his brother could have hired yin wu ping to be in there (laughs) it's 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 just like they max to go back to what you're saying it's like why don't they just give us this with regards to in terms of quality and stuff i think you figured out the disney model is it strings you along this is kind of what the company does yeah is it give you just a little bit of what you think you want but then they'll be like, but stick around because we'll have another series or we'll have another yeah. movie that expands on this. And then, like, that's the Marvel but, formula, too. That's how they yeah. strung it along into the Infinity War. Was This was right. the, the, the Aladdin and the, the, the King of Thieves movie, you know? Mm. <laughs> From, like, way back in the day. I mean, but, like, no, but the, like, that's what gets me, though, because there's something, they, they used to make Aladdin, they used to make Lion King, they yeah. used to, you know, like, make these things that were like, okay, we're pushing the limits of animation, we're pushing, the, you know, we're doing things in these ways, because, because we have the budget to. Yeah. But 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 you're leaving out all, all of the, the, the direct-to-video ones. Oh, yeah, no, there's also the direct-to-video <laughs> stuff. And, yeah, and we leave those out has... on purpose. That, yeah, I mean, a, you know that has its place, you know, and, and that's fine. But but because like you know they didn't release the second Aladdin movie in theaters. That went direct yeah. to video, and you can tell the quality went down. So yeah. it's like I understand that when I when I have my freaking you know B side fucking Disney <laughs> bullshit, like what I'm getting, 
But right. This is supposed to be your A game. Yeah. This is supposed to be your A game. I actually that all away all at once. Otherwise, why else would you come back to it if they give you the A game? <laughs> no, but oh, geez. Hey. <laughs> he said he was gone. <laughs> yeah, he's back now. Oh, but, you he's, know, got his, I, he's got his photo shoot today. That's yeah, oh, yeah. He's getting his bikini on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Oh God. Please stop. Tim, get ready. <laughs> oh jeez, you know, but uh, you know, I, this goes back to what we were saying earlier. So Mando is now one, Boba Fett is now two. They're not going to give you the same quality that you're getting on Mando that you're going to be getting yeah. on, you know, yeah. on Boba that you're going to get on Mando. There's going to be a, a separation of those two because this is only here for the one season. Mando is something they're going to want to keep in in perpetuity. Pep- sure, and, in, in and, continuation. Thank you. I could not figure out how to say that freaking word. <laughs> anyway, but this is something they're going to want to keep running for a few seasons, so they're going to put more into Mando than they are, and there's a reason why the Mando episodes were better, because they need those episodes to stand out so that they're a launch pad going into season three. Okay, but now I don't want to see anything. I legitimately do not want to watch any more Boba Fett stuff. Whereas but you, you could have <laughs> you could have made Boba Fett stuff, but I will. And then, and then like, hey, mm-hmm. if your plan is to leave it alone, like you're like, okay, we're going to Mando. We're just having Boba Fett in here to, to tell the good Boba Fett story. Now I want more Boba Fett. So later on down the road, when you make another Boba Fett thing, I'm like, oh, this <laughs> when he's ninety. <laughs> well, they're gonna they're gonna redeem like, him in season three. I I, I, yeah, I fully feel that's what's gonna happen. Go I'm yeah. sorry, Mike. Here with Boba Fett, where he'll show up again in Mandalorian. He'll. But I, I don't like, want him to. I, I don't want to see <laughs> any more Boba Fett. Like but they don't care if they, they if, <laughs> if you want to, because they know you'll still watch it regardless. Oh my God. Yeah, no, I mean, and then, then, then you'll write like thirty too. articles on BuzzFeed about they got it. Got me there too, <laughs> but you know, like since I've already paid, like I'm I'm going to fucking complain about my fucking product. You know, like if I go to a restaurant <laughs> and the meal is subpar, I'm gonna tell you. Like, yeah, right. <laughs> no, I get it. I, I get it, you know, but I, oh, yeah. I honestly think that they're going to try and fix it in season three of, of Mando. And I think that they knew that going into this this whole, this little departure, that this was just a sub-departure, you know, a quick six, seven episodes. They were going to throw some story at us, uh, give the fans what they wanted to see of, of the fist coming through the sand, which is what I always wanted to see, see him escape the Sarlacc. And then, you know, and then they're going to bring him back into Mando. Him and Fennec are going to come, and they're going to support Mando and on his I mean, quest I like to get reunited yeah, with yeah, the that, Mandalorian. That, that 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 would have been a better show. <laughs> <laughs> and, and yeah, I'm 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 sad. I'm sad at them. I'm not even mad at them. I'm just <laughs> sad at them for doing. He gave this. Max the uh, sad face. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Bo- Book of Boba Fett. <laughs> like, any, 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 anything in Boba Fett without Mandalorian is two out of five at best. And then, like when the Mandalorian shows up, you know it's like three and a half. But yeah. uh, I, I was, I was not happy with this the series. I, I, I did not have. No, fun I get it. I have my frustrations it. with it, but I was also there every Wednesday morning at seven o'clock in the morning, waiting for my next episode. But, but, but that wasn't me, you know. And normally that would be me. Yeah, yeah. But, but like I was like, oh, I don't. I don't need to watch. I waited it. until Wednesday night. So. <laughs> Saturday, I, it was Saturday or Sunday. Saturday, oh man! I, the next I, I had to watch it because I needed to see what else they were going to do to tie it into other things. I, you yeah. know, for for me, you know, Star Wars is is the overarching story of, of of everything. It's not just the one show. It's not just the one episode. I love to see how this series ties into that series, and how this ties into that, and this movie ties into that. And the, <laughs> I love the gentle nods and and the and the the tap backs of my memory to other things. And so for me, I, those there are parts about the Boba Fett series that did that 
that worked very well for me. But I mean, there are also like parts. There are also I've got parts. A, I've got a franchise for you. It's called Star Trek. <laughs> <laughs> Not enough lightsabers in that one for me. But yeah, but I get it. I'm All working right. on that one though. All right, guys, we are we are well over our normal time. A little um, bit, a smidge, right? Uh, Just a quick, smidge. Quick ratings from everybody, and then we'll, we'll get out of here. Uh, Dan, how do you feel? Ah. Uh... In general, I'm, I'm gonna go a little higher. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm feeling pretty good personally. I, I don't, <laughs> He's like, I'm freaking glorious. What do you want to know? Yeah, what, what the hell, man? Um, I'm gonna go 3.5, except when Mandalorian is there, and then 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 it's a solid four. Tim, uh, I I would honestly give it a three, a, a, a flat three across the board. Even though Mando comes in for a couple episodes, uh, it's not supposed to be the Mando show, and it became the Mando show. It was supposed to be the Boba Fett show. Uh, so yeah, three out of five. And I would like to see a redemption somewhere for him. Mike, how you feeling? It's it's three to three point five for me. Like it has been for a lot of stuff post season one of The Mandalorian. Like yeah. like I mentioned earlier, show me something that wildly departs from this stable of you know characters in this set universe, and you'll get a more passionate response from me about yeah. about it. But it's fine. Understood. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's just fun. That's funny. I think um, this is the one time that I've I've agreed with everybody on the panel. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nice. All right, guys. That's uh, what that you. feels like. Holy cow! What, <laughs> yeah, what, what the hell, just man? Take a moment. Just feel it. Let, let it happen. And and enjoy. Reflecting. It. We'll, reflecting. We'll, we'll move forward from here. But uh, no, guys. Thank you so much for you know for coming on and, uh, and you know, chatting with us after uh, the. Freaking three geeks after dark <laughs> super boba <laughs> fed episode. <laughs> wow. But uh, no, uh, we love you guys. Please like, comment, and share all those things. Um, and we will uh, catch you next time. Recycle your joints. Ha. <laughs> nice. <laughs>